This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, Jason Dutch from Voice from the Underground joins us for a spoiler-filled review of The Boys Season 2 on Amazon. Geek boner! Plus, Doctor Strange will be in Spider-Man 3. Sony responds to the Tobey Maguire-Andrew Garfield rumors. Disney doubles down its focus on streaming content. The Batman caught relaxing on set of his new movie. And trailers for two batshit crazy movies that should not exist. What? All that and more in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Thursday, October 15th, 2020. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Why? I don't know. Check. Check one. All right. This is Roy fans out there. Let's give it up. We chop it. We nerd it. We funny. We disturb it. We chop it. We nerd it. We spoiler alert. Hello, listener. What's happening? Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we deliver comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the Jock. He's the Nerd. And joining us is um, the internet's favorite puppet and the creator of the controversial uh, substance known as Compound D. Uh, it's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Yeah, I shoot stuffing out and I say I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Compound D for Dick. I, actually, it's just ground up Viagra and Mountain Dew. Oh yeah. shit! Uh, also joining a special guest straight from a Voice from the Underground podcast. It is none other than Jason Dutch. What's up, buddy? What up? <laughs> What wow, that I've nice, heard that forever. Nice fucking what is that? Early nineties reference? To the, yeah, throwback to the wow. Budweiser commercial. The Budweiser. Like that was two thousands? Seems a long time ago. Well we're Anthony, I'm surprised you remember that young you young whippersnapper. <laughs> yeah, the two thousands? That was, that was in my, twenty years ago. That was in my prime. <laughs> that was what he was kicking. <laughs> You're still in your prime, buddy. <laughs> my athletic prime. That was the two thousands right there. Jason, how's it going? Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for inviting. Which we invited yourself on. Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, you know, it's, but there was uh, a reason. But there's no other way. You know, I, I I knocked three times and said the password, and you know, nobody opened the door. So I just let myself in. I'm no, I'm glad you're here because you were excited to talk about the boys season two, and uh, definitely want to get your thoughts. So. Yes, definitely. Yeah, I wonder what forward. you think about it. I uh, will no find idea. out later. I, somehow, I have a feeling you know how I feel about it, but I'll tell you later. Mm, oh, time okay. travel, yeah. uh, Jason. For the listener that maybe hasn't listened to the Voice from the Underground podcast, give him the the elevator. Uh, Why on line earth now. would anyone want to? That's I, the, hey, I'm trying so to help you. Out. We say, we yeah. say the same thing about. I our know. Show. <laughs> oh shit! So for the um the couple people out there who, first of all, I know we have. A couple of mutual listeners. So if it's okay with Imran, quick shout out to those guys. Blake Braden. Nice. I know we love Blake. Uh, Adam Morris. Love Adam. Uh, Chaz. Jess Rivera. A uh, couple others. So, you know, we have a few mutual listeners here, most of who I've, I've siphoned from you guys in some That's way. That's great. It's I great. I think we've given you back maybe one. Um, <laughs> 
But I, oh, I don't want know. Their name. But the that runs, that produces me. their show. I now. gave you me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, we got Jason. Oh, Dutch. yeah, you did get Mikey. You did get Mikey yeah. for me. So, uh, but for those who don't know uh, Voice from the Underground, we are the podcast where politics and pop culture collide. So basically what we do is we talk mostly politics, but because we like uh, comic books and movies and sports and all that jazz, you know, we'll, we'll sort of look at the social angles of stuff like that. Um, and, and tie them into politics while we, while we talk about the political angles itself. We talk a lot about race matters, issues around like Black Lives Matter and, you know, those types of things. But we, we try to talk about them in a fun way, in an honest way with people who may disagree with us. Um, we do a live stream tonight, uh, actually Thursdays. We do a live stream and then we do some other bonus shit as, as well. So if you don't know who we are, um, the smart thing to do would be to forget that I just said that, but the second smartest thing would be to go check it out uh, on YouTube or wherever you find podcasts. I will put a link in the show notes, and it's a great show, man. It's lots of fun to listen to, and I'm happy to spread the podcast love. We're not in competition. Like, there's two different shows. I love that our listeners go over there and support you and listen, and maybe some of your listeners come here. Weren't you both on, their, on his podcast recently? Yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. We've made lots of uh, guest appearances. Anthony, you have fun on that show. Do yeah. I have fun on it? Yes. No. No. no why okay. would he? It's horrible. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> because we get a booty call at like two in the morning going, hey, can you do a podcast? I do like Big Haas, though. He's a cool guy. Big Haas's humidor is a Jason. great segment. Yeah. I don't like Jason either. Well, look, yeah. Jason, let's try to get you and in. TJ's not even on the show anymore. So <laughs> Tony ruins <laughs> lives. Where's the worst well, thing about Tony? TJ's not on the show right? anymore? Tony ruins lives. There's my TJ. There's TJ. Yeah. Hey, that's the no. first time you've heard from that guy in months. Yeah, he t- TJ, you know, he just got busy. He he works in retail. He just has brand new baby and um well, I, I'll rip on him for a second here. <laughs> he, we told him before he got married. We we're like, "Are yeah. you sure your wife is going to be your new fiance is going to be good with you podcasting?" Yeah. Oh, I told her, brother. No problem. No problem whatsoever. Turned out she fucking hated it. So, oh, no. yeah. oh, <laughs> so shit. that's uh that's part of the truth, but then again, I don't know any wives who love the podcast, right? So, it's, I think all of them probably have some issue with it unless they're like mark phillips has it does it smart with his uh, wife with his wife right yeah, so that's he, how, he, yeah. she can't get mad yeah. so yeah there you go yeah my wife is uh this is going great yeah, she pretty much thinks <laughs> anyways i'm glad you're here to do the Thank news you. with us jason dutch the jock, jock and nerd podcast all right let's dive in Got a bunch of exciting Spider-Man 3 news. I got facts. I got rumors. I got confirmations of the rumors not being true. And then I got other rumors. Uh, the main story, the main fact, Doctor Strange will be joining Tom Holland in Spider-Man 3. Oh, shit. That's right. Old slender dick bandersnatch uh, no. will, will be cameoing. You know, Cummer, Benner, Benner, Dick. What's his name? That's not his name. I forget what his name Bend is. Bender Dick. Come Binger, on, my dick. Benderback. Benderback Cumberslitch. Depender? I could never say his name. Benedict Arnold. Neither, Benedict neither Arnold. can he. Uh, okay, right away. Doctor Strange, Spider-Man 3, Rug Boy comment. Well, he, Spider-Man needs someone with a goatee to help him. Yes, does he? Like Tony Stark <laughs> yes, or oh. another guy He needs with a, a white man with a goatee to yeah. be his mentor. He needs a goatee uh, mentor. Why does he need a mentor He needs a, a mentee. Anthony, are you excited? Uh, Bender Slatch is replacing the the, the uh, Tony Stark. 
I actually am. Really? I like, yeah. I like, well, because I, I know where this is going. Okay. Where's it going? In terms of the multiverse. Yes. Also, I think Doctor Strange and Spider-Man have a lot of history in the old comics, they too. Do. Oh, absolutely. Yes, so, they have a great relationship. They both hang out in the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it it's not the shoot-in Iron Man thing. I right. think I think I think it could work. And I again, I like just, I think they are building towards opening up the Spider-Verse, which... On the surface, I don't like, but once we get to the rumors, there are things oh, that I boy. do like about oh, it. Oh, boy. So. Jason Dutch, uh, you know, we talked about last week how uh, Jamie Foxx is coming back as Electro, and this time he said he's not going to be blue. So now you got Doctor Strange, Electro, next Spider-Man movie. Does this give you Geek Boner? Geek Boner. Or floppy Jock? Floppy Jock. Well, I, my, I, when I listened to your last week's show, that was the first time that I'd heard about the Jamie Foxx thing. And definitely would have been sloppy jock, but I think there's so many ways that they can do that differently and not do it so bad because it wasn't Absolutely. really Jamie Foxx's fault. No, it wasn't that 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 went so badly. Yeah, uh, Andrew Garfield was just a fucking horrible Spider-Man. So, which is weird because he's a good actor. You know, I've heard at least I've I've heard he's a good. I don't allegedly. Watch, I don't watch like a lot of other other movies that he he's been in. Yeah. Um, but I've heard from people that like, no, he's really, really a really talented actor. And I'm like, okay, I guess he was in some war movie where he was really good. As far as this piece of news goes, I, what, what do I have to say wrong? I mean, this isn't DC. Everything, every, and, and I love DC, right? But like everything Marvel has touched with a yeah. couple of exceptions being maybe Ultron and, and Captain Marvel has turned to gold. So, you know, it's, why why would i not be happy about it and and i'll also just throw this in there when i when i first saw uh into the spider verse the cartoon i thought how fucking stupid is this going to be <laughs> and it was so good it's great right so it's like okay i i'm open to whatever they're going to do as long as sony and and because this is my favorite superhero of all time spider-man yeah so yes i'm a dc guy everybody knows that but Spider-Man was always my number one. And then Fuck everybody yeah. in DC after that. Yeah. Uh, but, <laughs> so, so what do I, what am I going to do? Like everything they've, they've done has been pretty good. Even Venom wasn't like the worst movie I've ever seen. So, you know, it's, I, I'm excited. I, I think that there's a lot of different places they can go and, and I'm looking forward to it. I think phase four is going to be really exciting with these things coming out. So I'm okay with it. Look, if Spider-Man's got to have another fucking person from the MCU, I do, like you said, Anthony, I prefer the Doctor Strange because they kind of get along. And remember that fun exchange they had where he's like, oh, we're using our made-up names? I'm Spider-Man then. I'm Doctor Strange. Like, their chemistry will be great. But I'm mostly excited about this multiverse of madness. Another interesting thing has happened. They have flipped the order of movies. Doctor Strange 2 is now coming out after Spider-Man 3. It used to be the oh, other way oh, around. Oh, they did? Yes. Oh. Sp- Spider-Man 3 also beginning to film in New York this week, like today, like soon, like tomorrow. Um, but then, back it up more, I think WandaVision is where everything is going to start. She is supposed to be in the Doctor Strange movie. Now, Tom Holland's contract has him for one more Sony MCU movie and a cameo. I think he's going to be in the Doctor Strange movie following this. So whatever happens in WandaVision is is going to change everything. And everything that comes out later is going to be a multiverse thing. I also love, remember, Doctor Strange 2 directed by Sam Raimi, who did the fucking OG yeah, Spider-Man that's movies. That's a cool little Forgot connection. Um, so here we go with the rumors. Hey, if this rumor... Okay, so... the big rumor i'm sure everyone's seen when all this multiverse shit is happening 
This rumor actually states Toby Maguire, Andrew Garfield, said to have signed on for Spider-Man 3. Oh, shit. Geek okay, rumor. Today, Sony commented a representative for Sony issued a response saying these rumors, quote, those rumored castings are not confirmed. Okay. But I think it's interesting that they even commented on this. Is this happening? Because... You want a billion dollar Spider-Man movie again, Sony? You put those two fuckers in the movie. You will get a fucking billion dollar and more. Even in COVID, you will get a fucking billion dollar movie. So I'll just start off. Yes. Because I I feel like it. The fact that those rumors came out. Yeah. It's true. There's nothing that can. Like, if that doesn't happen, everyone is going to be pissed off about Spider-Man. Absolutely. Lame. Like, that is that. Even if it doesn't. Even if you don't like the Spider-Verse and you don't like them being having multiple Spider-Mans and then the fact that they'd even that that is a possibility and then they could do that and just acknowledge that all those films are within canon That'd now. That'd be so amazing. Even if the movies sucked. Doesn't matter. <laughs> some you know some of them sucked. It doesn't matter. There's fans of all three of these different Spider-Mans and to have them in one film. Fuck. That, that would that would blow up and uh, yeah that would make a lot of money. Rugs, is this too many Spider-Man? I'll tell you who's probably a fan of this is the Dan Slot, right? I was just going to go there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, so um Okay, number one, I think that this is going to happen, but I think that uh, Maguire is holding it up. Ah. I think he wants. I think he wants more screen time. He also Spider Man Four. Allegedly, he was going to get fifty million dollars oh, yeah. to do Spider Man Four. So he's looking for payday. He's looking for screen time. Yeah. I think he's looking for that. And um, anyway, I hate Spider Verse. You yeah. know, I hate. Yeah. I hate like uh, that. Dan Slott wrote it. Right. The he concept from the comics. Yeah. The concept from the comics. Yeah. The concepts. Blah blah blah. I hate all that shit because. Why do you need to see like a thousand Spider-Man? It just it dilutes the character and it just like whatever. But like I do like that Miles Morales is coming into it. Um, there's a rumor that he's been cast. Yes, right? that was the second rumor. So yes. um, I like that. Uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield being in there would be cool. What capacity? I don't know. Is it going to be a cameo? Is it going to be actual scene with them i don't know like are they going to be in an action scene together that's a good that's a, those are all good points and i'm i'm hoping that it's maybe all, it's a sh- it, short cameo at the end if it's <laughs> i don't know i don't know what it's going to be but um we'll see jason dutch too many spider-men for you i love into the spider-verse and this is a little bit different than the dance slot concept in that it's beloved it's actors. all peter parker it's all yeah. peter parkers right from different universes uh does this get you excited it does because of the nostalgia of it. In general, I'm with Rugboy. I don't like that shit. That's why yeah. I said I didn't like the idea of right. the cartoon. Yeah. Um, when I first heard about it, I'm, I, I'm all in for Miles Morales. I think that character is very cool. He was a really refreshing piece of the video game. Yeah. Uh, and but the but like the thing is is like you have this problem with the Flash, right? Like, especially with like Arrowverse and stuff like that, where like they keep on going and doing these doppelgangers and going to these other universes and it gets tiring. And the problem is with it is that if you do it and then you do it and it's done and that's and then you have some way that you almost could never go back there unless something crazy happened, then I'm fine with it. Because if there's multiple Spider-Man, there's multiple Iron Man, there's multiple Falcons, there's multiple Thanoses, there's and they've already thrown the quantum realm into here. So not only do you have multiple spider verses, but you have 
you have the possibility of different Spider-Man from different time frames within the, that Ant-Man can go grab. Yep. yep. You know, so it can get really fucking clusterfucked really fucking fast, just like what Barry Allen's always doing, always fucking shit up, right? It, it can get messy, yes. So so that's my that's my word of caution. Mm. Um, but as far as like just, if it's just this and it's just like, hey, uh, you know, we're going to have Peter Peter Parker from the 90s, Peter Parker from the 2000s and 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 this Peter Parker and then maybe one other one thrown in there. You know, I'm totally cool with that. I think it'll be a lot of fun and you know, I'm I'm all in for that, but I'm not in for really anything beyond that. It's weird because you have all of these Spider-Men that are been around in the past 20 years and that's because of the sony deal where they had to make movies every certain amount of years to yeah. keep the license yep so now you have a kind of this crowded spider-man nostalgia where you have people who grew up in this time that knew all three different spider-men and it's weird to reconcile all this stuff because yes they if they try and do th- things that they're going to be like treading over ground they've already gone over. That's why they stopped doing Uncle Ben and yeah. all that other stuff. And they started changing Spider-Man. And so they, they kind of fucked up the whole thing by re- rebooting it too fast, like twice. And I think this will be a cool way maybe to like satisfy that or to kind of maybe yeah. like bring some kind of uh, synchronicity to everything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's the whole fucking bad idea. I don't know. But do you get that same if, feeling, if, Rugboy? I'm just curious. Uh, do you get that same feeling from Batman? Because it's the same they're thing. They're doing the thing with the Batmans also. What are they doing the thing with the Batmans? They're bringing in Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck. Well, I mean, Rug- what I was wondering, like Rugboy, does that deluded feeling fall into the Batman ver- universe with you too? Well, with Batman, I feel like uh, um, because Heath Ledger died, and uh, they, and then they 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 had this unsuccessful startup with the Joker in the Suicide Squad, that like they never were able to actually do this Joker character. Then they made the Joker movie, so they they've gone to the well with Joker too many times. But there's other things that they haven't done. There's plenty of Batman that they haven't even touched upon, and so there's room for that stuff. I feel like with Batman, it's not too bad. It, uh, it's not as bad. Uh, because I think hmm, I, the way with Batman is you had that first the opening movie with Michael Keaton and then by the third movie he was gone and then you had all these other movies that were like bad and then oh, then all of a sudden the Dark Knight you know the Dark Knight series comes out and that's like a true to form again and now he's not had his own movie he's been a, like a, a cameo guy in other he's been a star in other movies but not his own movie yeah so this new Batman is going to be the first time he's had his own movie since the Christian Bale movies. And when was that Rise of uh, Rise of the Dark Knight Rises? When was that come out? 2012. So, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a hot second. I, I'm I almost think, 10 um, years. So I think if the the writing is has to be really well written. Yeah. On this next movie. But if I think if they they're able to nail a good script on this, I think this could be very very satisfying for oh my a lot god of it's pe- super ambitious too yeah. because you could you can bring continuity to all these three different spider people spider men and you know, even there's even people that now that are like have watched this and, and followed spider-man are like why is there three spider-man yeah, within no. 20 years yes right? yes so like you can bring continuity to that you can take all the best elements from all the different movies you can jump in between all the movies I love that. and you can have fun for one movie and then put the thing to bed yeah and put retire precisely Toby McGuire and yeah. 
uh, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Thing. You'll you'll you can wrap everything up in a nice bow, and you could potentially open up Sony to do the rest of their Spider-Man movies Fuck. on their own. You, you know, you could even like weave in different villains. You could have Tom Holland visit Aunt May from uh, Tobey Maguire's yeah, universe. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's all sorts of like fun little things you could do to like close threads on things. Because like even Spider-Man three and and the Amazing Spider-Man two, there's like open threads oh, on yeah. all those movies that Just never were finished. Just don't go back to his parents for whatever you oh, do. For God's sake, oh, God, leave no. it to no, the don't Peter do, Parker's don't do parents, the parents alone. Thing, but, but you know, like there's if the script is is well done, I yeah. think this could be one of the most satisfying films. This could be a fucking huge money maker and a huge thing. One of the things I wanted to say is that with the Spider-Man films, yeah, they they all like hit a brick wall. Like, yeah, the third one was a complete clusterfuck. Uh, the, the the second one like ended the franchise for amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's like they, they both need redemption stories. Yep. So my yep. only concern is the third rumor I have is that Spider-Man 3 will reportedly introduce Dr. Spencer Smythe and the Spider Slayers that were commissioned. I don't, I don't by, know what that means. So the, so in, in Amazing Spider-Man 2, BJ Novak played Alistair Smythe. What happens is Jameson commissions Dr. Smythe to build these robots that Spider he could Slayer. They're spider slayers to get Spider-Man. My only concern, if all this shit is true and Electra's in it, like it may be too much fucking things for one movie to put in one movie. Is that what Rhino was? No, that's different. That was like the Osborne based on animal experiment uh, things. This are the spider slayers. What I'm waiting for the announcement of is them going, oh, by the way, Tom Hardy's in this film. Yes, oh, that would be... Oh, I think that's the only... You're going to get Venom. That's the only way you're going to get Venom in is to get... What about... What say be. you of a uh, Green Goblin? Is it too soon to do the Osborn again? I heard that um, There's too many Oscorp people. was buying the Avengers Mansion. That I mean, could be a thing also. So Avengers buildings. I right. want to bring up one more thing. I read this interesting article that was speculating what the next phase of MCU, phase four... They were saying, could this actually be Secret Wars? Uh, could we see Battle World? Could they pull elements from the Secret Wars from the 80s and the newer one from the 2000s where there's alternate reality versions of the heroes fighting each other? The Beyonder, they got Kang coming. Uh, you would need Doctor Doom and Galactus. They could bring back an alternate universe, Tony Stark, back into the MCU. Oh, shit. I, I this is I, I have no idea where they're going with it. I have no idea. I mean, all these things are on the table. Yeah, they definitely are. They're, and you want Craven? Like, are they going to do Craven and do that? Craven's what? supposed to be confirmed for this movie. By oh the way. fuck! See, it might be too many. things. Oh shit! It might be too many things. Listener, let us know what you think. Join our Facebook group. It's called Jock and Nerd Nation. It is closed, exclusive, just for you. We're all in there. Jason Dutch is, hangs out in there. We all post silly, geeky things. Hang out with my wang out. Hanging out with you, wang out. Moving on, fellas. Uh, some big moves by Disney this week, starting with another one of their high-profile Pixar films going straight to Disney+. Plus. Oh, shit. And this time, it's the movie Soul. Yeah. It will skip theaters entirely. I'm and, excited about this. Yes? Okay. Here's a great thing. I think they learned from the Mulan not to charge people $30 extra. They're not charging, yeah. Why are you excited about this? Christmas Day on Disney Plus Soul. This is the next uh, Pixar movie, and supposedly it's going to be pretty good. I saw the trailer. Did you see the I, new I like trailer? The trailer? Yeah. And it might even get some uh, an Oscar nomination, so I'm all in. Mr. Oscar. Will you explain what this movie about? Because this is a fucking crazy, heady concept for a children's Pixar animated movie. You know, I don't really, under, I don't really understand. It's this musician, yes, and like his body goes into this like universe where they're creating. It's like their souls, but they're create. This is like the beginning of people. 
Yeah, it's I it's think, dark. Uh, well, I think that's what it is, right? Like yeah. he, he he falls into this world where it's not heaven; it's pre heaven. It's right. It's where the souls are born and right, got their where personalities. The souls are born and molded into people. So, so Jamie like, Fox is voicing this uh, black musician who, uh, right about, he's about to get his big break. He dies, but on his way up the escalator to heaven, he jumps off because he wants to go back. He ends up where you said, where they make the stalls, and he teams up with uh, Tina Fey's character, and they try to get him back, try to get his soul back in his body. Uh, but this is a kids movie that starts out with a death and souls. Jason Dutch, you have wait, children. Wait, wait. You, you act like you're surprised. The Pixar does this. Uh, yeah, they up, did it with up up. like they that. They did it with the beginning of up. But Jason Dutch, knowing that this movie is about, do you feel? Would you feel comfortable like showing your kids about the nature of a soul? Yeah, I, I, I mean, they, they've done this before. They did it with um, what was it? The one where not up. Uh, the, was it Joy? Oh, Inside Out is Inside also, Out, yeah. Right, that where was you know deep. that one, that one yeah. touched on that a little yeah. bit, where they dealt with uh, with with children having emotional issues, yeah, you know, and psychological trauma really and stuff well like done. that, yeah. It, which 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 was really well done. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it, it it made the movie good to me. You know, and like it's that there was a there was so much of it that it was was very deep and like you can think about from your own most kids can think about from their own yeah background and they still did it in a way where it was still a, a fun kids movie yeah and and most kids aren't going to catch on that until they see it later in life but you know i think that disney has a good track record with most of this stuff i hadn't even heard of the movie until yeah, it looks you amazing me that. it's gonna be amazing so but it, it looks i mean tina fey jamie fox how yeah, can you, you can't go wrong with that right so that leads into the bigger news that came on the heels of this announcement disney new disney ceo bob chapek made an announcement that they have shuffled their executives major reorganization in disney to focus on their streaming products that are disney plus ESPN plus and Hulu saying this basically theatrical releases are no longer a priority and afterthought. Uh, this is kind of well, right huge. now, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Well, for now, yes. In response to COVID and everything, they are shifting everything towards streaming. This is kind of a big deal. It's going to piss off theaters. I feel like, like you said, they were planning on doing this anyway, but it's been accelerated. What happened is they formed three bucket uh, departments one for movies one for general tv general entertainment that's like tv and docuseries one for sports the heads of those departments will make the content and then there's a distribution a new distribution department above them that they will decide where the content goes whether it's to theaters whether it's to streaming mm. um as of august 2020 disney plus has 60.5 million subscribers oh shit this thing hasn't even been out a year that was their five-year goal was 60 million subscribers they hit that in uh what eight months nine months uh, so they're doubling down now. The thing is, they haven't given a shit for a year except for fucking Mandalorian and yeah. Hamilton. And that's it. But could we see original Marvel and Star Wars movies now? I'm, I'm curious to like if they're not pre char if they're not doing what they did with Mulan. How are they going to make like, money? How do they? Yeah. Like I know the subs help, but how many how many subs is it is worth putting out a movie like Soul, which I know is probably pretty expensive. I mean, any Pixar movie, yeah. they've probably invested a lot and we're expecting a huge return on that. I mean, Netflix is still not making money and they have, they've been around for years. They got 160 million subscribers. They still spend way too much. And well, okay. Not a good this model. is the difference 
is that Disney owns all of its IP, all of the stuff that's on there. It doesn't have to pay anybody. Yes, so everything that's all the subs that they're getting, that's yeah. that's money in the bank Straight, for them. Great. Yeah. No distributors for the so, theaters. No splitting. Now, after they bought Fox, they got a shitload of IP oh, shit. to play with. It seems like there's nothing on there, though. That, there isn't. That is kind of the problem until Mandalorian's coming out at the end of the month. Maybe it's that they're losing subscribers or that people are not sticking or not, you know, they're signing up for it because let's, let's be honest. Uh, all three of us on VFU, all three of us bought a subscription. Yeah. Right. I think everybody did because it was 60 bucks for the year. Yeah. It was dirt cheap. You know, so it's like everybody went and did that. But if you go to renew for another 60 bucks a year, uh, after your year's up, are you really going to renew? Like, what's on there that's keeping me renewing, other than just having Disney Plus? It, I, they can't keep the price the it's, same. It's the it's the promise of what they have coming up. If you want to follow the MCU heading forward, you I need think they a made about a billion dollars off subscriptions. A billion, or they will in a yeah. year. Yeah, I mean their numbers. They got a lot, of, but do I mean our theater's going to survive? I saw another article. AMC says they will be out of money by the end of this year or early next year. I mean, I don't see how they can survive. Well, Disney will come in and buy them. That's what's yeah. going to happen next is you're going to have Disney's going to buy AMC. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've, we've been talking about this a lot um, just with a group of friend of mine. And it's actually probably very podcast worthy is like, I, I would not be surprised at all, at all if, you know, HBO bought like say Cinemark. Right. And, you know, Disney bought, uh, AMC. AMC, and then yeah. they just put out their own releases, and then maybe you know I don't I don't know how they would do that, but it's that's kind of going to be they're not going to give up all of that that revenue. So, we talked about recently how they reversed the law that was uh, blocking theaters uh, studios from buying theaters. They have reversed that. There is no law. Studios can now buy theaters. This is what I think is going to happen: is Disney is going to put just its big billion dollar huge movies in the theater and anything else, even like an Ant-Man that makes maybe $600,000, anything that's not a sure bet is going to go all to streaming. So the theaters are just going to get maybe your Avengers, like just the big Avengers movies. Everything else is coming out on Disney plus. That's what I think will happen. Is that enough to keep a theater open? I don't think so. Oh shit. I don't know. I just want to reiterate the fact that, it, they, they're still going to get that money from the theaters. They're still going to want that money because people need to go out. They spend money, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, you know, it's um the money's out there for them to take, and it, they're not going to need as much uh, as the theaters need to run because they're they're just pumping out these movies just for the theater. And then all the other stuff, they're, they're getting – they're just going to rake in dough off of subscriptions. Like the subscriptions are bringing them a, a billion dollars a year without any risk. They need to start cranking out more shit, though. Yeah. What would you guys keep, though? Like, what? It, it, let's say that you had to pick two. What two pl- streaming? Two platforms? streaming services, right? Fuck, that's God's going to strike. Homelander's going to come piss on you. God, that's really hard. Okay, I can't what? narrow it down to two. There's no way. I'm I'm doing Netflix and ESPN Plus. Okay, so that makes sense. Don't you get ESPN Plus with Disney though? You can buy the bundle. I thought you could yeah. only get up two. I didn't, I didn't. He's picking two. I didn't think you were bundled. You could include a bundle. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep it up. So you're. So you pick ESPN Plus, and what was the other one? Netflix. Okay. I can't pick two because I want the Disney for the Marvel. I need the Netflix for fun shows. I need the Amazon for stu- shit like the boys. Uh, I need the Hulu because no I one asked what you okay, so, so just Hol- pick two. Yeah, Homelander is going to piss on you then. <laughs> HBO okay. Max is fun too. Fuck. Okay. Uh, 
God, I don't know. Oh Amazon, Netflix. You'd keep Amazon? I don't even like those picks. Rugs, Amazon has like nothing two? on it. I, the boy, Amazon has everything that Hulu has, by the way. Oh, Netflix, Hulu. No, like, I can't pick two. Okay, so, <laughs> so this is where I'm going, though. Red Boy, Red Boy what's, what's, two? what's your two? I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, I think I'll, I would probably keep Amazon and, uh, cause Amazon has a lot of originals. They do. And mm-hmm. so the, I'll, I'll just keep it for that. And then, um, probably, uh, Netflix has it, the most shit. H, probably Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I would keep HBO Max. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, and Netflix. Okay. That's not so. Bad. So let's notice here. Nobody said Disney. Yes, because it's for kids, really. But I'm gonna miss all my Marvel. Well, movies. Not only is it for kids, but it just doesn't have a ton of new stuff. No, it doesn't. Yet. If it, doesn't. it had, look, first of all, Disney is doing this bullshit where they're making half hour series and not even giving you a lot of them. Yeah. So you're, I mean, if they did a half hour series, but like they did like 13 episodes, 14 episodes, 15 episodes, but they're like doing like 10 episode de- yeah. series. Yeah. It's like not a lot. I mean, if you take them all together, what is it four hours of content? Five hours, maybe? Yeah, The Mandalorian mm. is really like four hours of whatever. Yeah. It's a, a it's lot. a, it's a huge jack off. It's, it's not like kind real, of. it's not, you're not getting real value for that. Um, pound for pound though, Amazon does like at least eight to 10 episodes hour each. Yeah. And there's tons of those things that come out. There's good stuff um, on Amazon. HBO Max is actually a really good deal yes. too. Cause yes. you get movies and series. Yes. And the yeah. series are, are and very original well done. Movies. Yeah. So I mean, there's plenty to watch on HBO Max. So like, I think Fuck. those are the strongest ones. Netflix is also very good. Yeah. So, uh, but Marvel just Good doesn't question. have the value there. It just doesn't. Not yet. It'll get there. WandaVision, Falcon. And that's blah, why blah, they're blah. making shitloads of money because they've basically just opened up their vault. They have shit that they own already. Not only that, but that same shit is being licensed out to other companies. Like Amazon's got Avengers. Hulu's got Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, like cartoons. Like, other people have that shit. So they're making money over like stuff that they have in their closet. That's true. So it's it's ridiculous. Good question, Jason. Jason, I didn't forget about you. I know you're a DC fan. I got DC stuff for you. And Yay. what I have for you, Jason Dutch, is a set photo of the Batman on Casual Friday in a black robe. Can I the, trade that for a picture of Harley Quinn in a, without a black robe? The Batman has resumed shooting in, uh, I guess this is England, in London somewhere, and tons of set photos have come out. What do you guys think of these photos? Uh, Batman it, relaxing in this black robe is amazing. This is my favorite picture of all time. Comment. Is it is that Batman or is it the stuntman? I think it's the stunt double. Uh, but the robe is just lovely. It seems soft and warm, comfortable. Yeah, it should, didn't do didn't didn't do much for me. This whole Batman movie isn't doing anything for me. Really? Honestly. Wow. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's, it's, I thought you'd be excited for this. I I am because but like look, I've said this before and I'm gonna if say it, it again. Gonna say it again. Say it if again. If it's not connected to the DCEU, I don't give a fuck. I think it's better that way. I disagree. I like that this is in its own universe and he could do whatever the fuck he wants and he doesn't have to... Matt Reeves needs control. He doesn't have to worry about shoehorning <laughs> some shit in and I, I want to see his vision. I'm super, super geek boner for this Batman movie that is now not coming out for another year and a half, 2022. Yeah, I mean, I'll see it. I mean, I'm sure I might enjoy it, but like, I'm not like super excited for it. Like, how excited would you be if they said they were going to make a Hulk movie not connected to the MCU? I'd be you know, fine. like it, I, I don't think that I would be all that excited about it. Uh, you yeah, know what I mean? DCEU sucks balls. Yeah. 
Yeah, why do you want to connect it? But it why doesn't you? have to, to the suck fucking balls. DCU. They can, they, can cha- they, they can make it better. Listen, you'll get that shit when they make the Flash if and they put Michael change, Keaton. Then I can change. <laughs> then everybody can change. What was the big thing that everybody got all up in arms about? About Not up in arms, but like everybody was like, holy shit about when it came to the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Everything was about a three-second scene from Ezra Miller, who yeah, was in two movies up. that yeah. weren't even that good. But the, it was the fact that he was there. Yeah, they and Marvel had never been able to do that, aside from like a Nick Fury, but this was like a bigger deal that they're saying we are, this is a multiverse, everything's connected. I don't know. I don't. Look, all I gotta say is the makeup on fucking Colin Farrell, this person should win an Oscar just for makeup. Oh, shit. It is amazing, and now there's a screenshot where he looks like the Penguin from the Arkham Asylum video games, and I dig... This Colin Farrell pe- uh, penguin look, uh, Oswald Cobblepot. Oh, Colin Farrell's the penguin? That's Colin Farrell. Look at that photo. Paul Dano's the Riddler. And in the link here, you see Zoe Kravitz as uh, oh. dressed up at this funeral. There was a funeral and a huge scene. And uh, you guys take a look at any of the set photos. What do you think? Anthony Ruggs, thoughts? On penguin looking like this? Yeah, or the Batman. I mean, it's just crazy that that's Colin Farrell. Um, I mean, the guy, Batman in a robe. Uh-huh. Cool. It's, it's hilarious. No, uh, there's not much to say. I guess I just not. don't like Bruce Wayne's hair. You don't like the emo slick down like nineties grunge. Like, I don't like that he looks like he just looks like he's got you like think a he mop started top. working out at all, lifting weights. Pattinson? No, he didn't. <laughs> Did probably. you say emo? Probably not. Yeah, a little emo. <laughs> he's a little emo with the dark makeup under his eyes does, and the hair, hair hanging. Is a little strange. Hanging in uh. front of his eyes. Uh, bat. So there's another. He looks uh, like sh- Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. He does look like oh that. shit! Oh my god! <laughs> there is um Batman filming in Chicago, like they were setting up today. I saw some pictures downtown. They're starting to put the set together to film in downtown Chicago, which is like takes me back to when they shot the Nolan movies here. And I remember I I biked down there once and I peeked over the thing and there was like a row of bat cycles just like sitting there. It's very exciting. I don't believe you know how to ride a bike. I do. I do yoga and CrossFit. I I have enough. uh, He's got a Peloton. Yeah, I got it. It stays in place. Does the bike have to move? Is that a problem? The bike just kind of is stationary, as they say. And then I imagined going downtown on a video. Now, anyways, uh, the other DC news I have here, Jason Dutch, uh, HBO Max is one of the streaming services you picked. That's great because you have to cancel all the other ones. And HBO Max is uh, there's more details on this Green Lantern live action series that is going to be coming to HBO Max. They announced Seth Graham Smith is the showrunner. He is known for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and the Lego Batman movie. Uh, he will be writing with Mark Guggenheim the first hour. Uh, and the characters, the main characters involved, this is where I thought was interesting. Guy Gardner, Jessica mm-hmm. Cruz, Simon Baz, and Alan Scott, Green Lanterns, with Kilowog and Sinestro. Meaning nothing about your John Stewart or Hal Jordan or even a Kyle Rayner, which people don't even know probably. Um, uh, so... Now we're talking, okay? So oh, you got people, excited now. Pe- people, Guy Gardner is one of my favorite all-time yes, comic book characters. I was excited characters. to see Guy Gardner listed. Yeah. People don't even know who the fuck that is. So yeah. Guy Gardner is like, now I liked Guy Gardner better when he got Sinistro's ring. When he was a big dick, when he was a huge oh, douche. Huge, uh, Death of Superman time frame as yeah. far as like when the comic came out. Yeah. 
Guy Gardner was, he, I mean, hitting on ice and hitting on Maxima <laughs> and, you know, just being a complete dickwad. Um, he totally would make a perfect boys character. He's the best. Yes. Yeah. So, but, but Guy Gardner was awesome. I do really like the John Stewart Green Lantern as well. I fucking always hated Hal Jordan, like, especially when he became Parallax, like in the comics and they showed that he was a bad guy. I was like, good, get that fucker out, you know, because he was like so boring but i like the guy garner thing i love the fact that they're that they're doing something with with green lantern on hbo max as like a live action series and it's supposed to be like very very much taken seriously like game of thrones esque yeah. as far as like how they're putting it together and show running it so this particular good thing gets me a lot more excited than uh the batman because so far what we've gotten from from dc is it's not bad shit but it's cheesy shit right like except for the first three two and a half three seasons of arrow everything's been kind of corny yeah you know the first two and a half three seasons of arrow were good television yeah right yeah like like lucifer is you know lucifer is a dc property as well you can have fun with it but at the same time uh it, it was to be taken seriously i enjoyed the first couple seasons of the flash but then it got way too cheesy right yeah so it, this is a chance for them to go Game of Thrones like uh, with DC. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! I'm all fucking in. That's exactly what they need to do. Um, because the, really, the boys beat. We'll talk about that later. But th- they beat them to it in a lot of ways. A little bit, yeah. Um, but there's but there's so much they can do with this. And Green Lantern is a great way to start it because he's like the cosmic police force. So, you know, maybe it could start out there and then you can introduce us to some of the heroes on Earth. I still think it needs to tie in the DCU in some way, hmm. but but they haven't really introduced a Green Lantern really in the DCEU, have they? No, they haven't, though. I think that the Snyder cut right. might do that retro. OK, Um. so I don't know. I, the fact that they're coming out around the same time leads me to believe that they're going to do something like that. I actually kind of believe the Pattinson Batman movie is going to tie in in some at revisionist history way including the joker movie oh. um down the road mm. but they but 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 as far as this particular series goes at first like just think of all of the properties that dc owns this is the disappointing thing is that dc has so much good shit that they don't do shit they with keep shit in the bed with it anthony let me ask you this you're a green lantern fan the point Jason brought up is important in terms of budgetary reasons. Now, imagine Greg Berlanti's, the original CW shows, like he said, the beginning of Arrow is fucking great. The beginning of Flash is great. Imagine that ambition and passion, which he clearly has. This is said to be his most ambitious and expensive series yet. They're going to throw HBO money at this. Does that increase your excitement for this? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see where it goes. I like that it's HBO and that it's not... Uh, CW. Money. Yes, I mean it, it's obviously writing and casting are going to be a big play a big role in this. But I mean, Green Lantern, you can't you can't skimp on that. So I'm it's still epic. very, even though it's HBO, I'm still very curious how it's going to look. It's an epic, epic story. It, it has to, tell. to look. It has to look good. Otherwise, yeah. you're doing a story about space and people that are shooting energy projectiles at each other that are different colors. And if it doesn't look good, it's immediately going to be cheesy. So. I'm a big fan of Green Lantern. I was super disappointed with how Green Lantern turned out the movie. Yeah. And they haven't really touched Green Lantern other than some references here and there in CW and then like a fleeting shot of a ring in uh, 
in, in uh, Justice League. Yeah, but other Justin. than that, they haven't really gone back to it. And it's a great character. There's numerous Green Lanterns that you can you can mine from. So I'm I'm interested to see it. I just want, I hopefully the it looks good. That's got the first thing it has to do is look good. So I love that you got Jessica Cruz, the Latinx Green Lantern. You got Simon Baz, who's the Arab Muslim Green Lantern, and Alan Scott, I believe, is gay in the comics. The original Alan Scott Green Lantern. Uh, they made him gay later. Huh? They made him gay later. Rugs. Uh, Fuck I that like show. Or, Geek boner. I like gay later. Gay later. Like they make him gay later. We'll make him gay later. It's yeah, fine. yeah. You just do it later. <laughs> um, uh, what do I have to say about space cops? Yeah, it's uh, space cops. Um, it's epic space cops. I don't think it's going to be like Game of Thrones. Mm. I feel like that's weird. The two things don't compare to each other. I don't even know how you would even make Green Lantern into Game of Thrones. Um, you probably could, um, you could write anything, but like, would it feel like Green Lantern? I think Green Lantern is like a space cop show. They do space cop stuff, you know, it's, it's not that serious. Space cops. Yeah. It's like weird aliens. Pew, 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 pew. You know, it's like, <laughs> well, uh, I meant as far as like budgetary production. and cinematic yeah. quality and right, stuff like yeah. that. You know, so I'm sure that, uh, I mean, I, we just watched, uh, Raised by Wolves. Yeah. And I think that they, put a, a fair amount of uh, money into that oh, and yeah. there's flying and there's shooting and yeah, stuff, the but not in every episode. Right. It's like, they, they kind of like, you know, they kind of like uh ration it out. So I think it's going to be the same way. I don't think it's going to be a balls to the wall thing. Like even the Mandalorian, uh, it, it picks and chooses its times. You that, know, that's they true. Really go for the it. budget is going to be important. It, it has to be Mandalorian level. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. It look, fucking looks tight. They could go. They could go like Battlestar Galactica route, though. You know, it's like that. That's the same sort of like. Yeah, that style, production wasn't right? bad. I would like it a little, maybe a little bit more. Well, Battlestar Galactica was just space battles. It wasn't yeah. like a guy with powers flying around, covered in flying green, flying around, and then making shit, and then having a bunch of aliens with prosthetics and all that other stuff because they're out in the outer space and they're constantly in alien lands. Unless they're going to base it all all around Earth, which may make it weird. We've se- it shouldn't be on Earth. First of all, it should be in space. But we've seen them make the green constructs in the shitty Green Lantern movie. Did it really work? It kind of worked. I don't know that. Yeah, you have I feel to like sell with all that. the weight behind it, uh, a movie budget, it didn't even work. So yeah. it's, I'm very, very dubious on it. To be honest with you, listen, budgets are important, and for the listener. I hope your budget also includes several masks because you're going to need them. You're going to need to rotate them out. We have masks for you. Don't worry. Jockinerd. Visit our shop at jockinerd.com slash shop. Lots of uh, designs of masks, two different kinds of masks. And there's always sales going on on Public. Pick up a T-shirt and some other crap while you're there. We'd appreciate it. Promote the show. Get a mask. Uh, finally, in the news, fellas, I got two fucking crazy trailers. Uh, oh my god. The fuck? I had to put these in. I need to know your thoughts on these two crazy movies that are apparently coming out in the theaters like next month in November. Still have a release date. The first one is called Fat Man. It is an R-rated adventure featuring Mel Gibson as fucking Santa Claus and a disgruntled kid sends Walt Goggins, an assassin, to kill the Fat Man. Oh shit. Did you guys watch this trailer? Unfortunately. What did you think, Anthony? I didn't know you wanted why are we reviewing B movies? This is terrible. <laughs> this is a B movie? This is amazing. I've never seen a darker take on fucking Santa Claus. Even terrible. bad Santa. Bad terrible. Santa. I have the same reaction dark. in the next trailer too. So. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought you would like the next one even more. No. Uh okay, Rugs, <laughs> thoughts on big hot takes on Fat Man. 
I, I mean, yeah, it's a B movie. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but it's well, I don't first know why of all, surprised. It's first bloody. of all, if Mel Gibson's in a movie. It's not going to be a. Yeah, a, well, that's true. They're not going to want him in the mainstream. It's yeah. going to be off to the side in a niche film or whatever. So, um, yeah, it is. I don't know. It's it's a weird ass looking it's film. Crazy. I might throw it on. I might, I'm I'm tempted to check it out, and I'm also tempted to check out Jujitsu. Oh wait, we'll get to that. Jason Dutch, <laughs> will this be your new uh, Christmas favorite movie you throw on every year, Fat Man? So I I clicked on the trailer. Yeah. that you asked me to. Yes, and about. I don't know. Fifteen seconds in, I said, "Fuck you, Imran. <laughs> Fuck that show." Yeah. Why? 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 Why did they? I was yeah. Why did they make this? Yeah, I, that was the thing. It, I, why did they make like they made one a couple years ago? Like, remember they made that dark horror movie like that was Christmas related about oh, like the some Krampus. There was yeah, Krampus. the Krampus, right? Yeah. And then like they every couple years they do some stupid like di- silent. Remember in the eighties, Silent Night, Deadly, Deadly Night? Night. Yeah, that's a good oh, yeah. Black Christmas. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like fuck you. This I mean, so this often. one looks like it could be fun to watch, yeah. but. Yeah, no thanks. Okay, I, it, I didn't under, I didn't understand the enthusiasm behind these trailers. Let's get to jujitsu. Okay, this one. How could you not think jujitsu? This is a movie coming out that November, cool. dude. Nicholas Cage fight, fighting martial arts aliens from space. What the fuck? This is based on a comic book, actually, 2017 comic book of the same name. Uh, it's got Tony Jaa in it, a crazy cast. Anthony. Okay, I wasted your terrible. time with this, but it's a Nick Cage movie, which oh, always intrigues terrible. me. Why is it terrible? Absolutely awful. <laughs> First off, the the the, uh, the title jujitsu is, yes. is a misnomer. No one's doing jujitsu. Okay, in this they're not. Movie. Okay, I thought um, so. they're doing ninjetti. <laughs> For another thing is you got the director of like all the bad doing kickboxer, Dimitri Logotheris, who's done. Yeah, he he did all the the kickboxer, kickboxer movies, movies that. Uh, First gotcha. off, Kickboxer itself wasn't like yes. the best movie, but then all its sequels were straight to DVD. This Vengeance. is a straight to fucking DVD There's movie. Kickboxer that you, you were like thinking like because it has jujitsu in Nicholas it Cage. and it has Nick Cage acting out of his asshole. Like Tony Jaw doesn't do jujitsu. This is it's a fuck. This is a joke. So I, don't know, I don't understand is, the enthusiasm behind either of these two movies. Why is Tony Jaw even in this? Was one of my questions. I was like, wh- why is any? Why is this movie even I'm being going made? To, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put it on. <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to shut it off within 15 minutes. <laughs> Frank Grillo, you got crossbones. Yeah. Uh, can I, look, can I make a prediction? Yes. Okay. So this one looked fun. All right. I will <laughs> oh, say okay, that it looked fun. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing. Nick Cage. He always has to be like important and yes. like you know what i mean like yeah. it, 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 he played this role before in the the what was it the sorcerer the reboot of the mickey mouse fantasia oh. the, the sorcerer movie with yeah. the kid from the seth rogan group Sword i forget the sorcerer name or something i don't know yeah the where where yeah where he was playing the wizard yeah but like oh, yeah. he I, this movie it looked fun but let's be honest two years from now <laughs> probably not even probably 18 months you and Delhauer will be talking yes, about this movie. Absolutely. Listen, Nick Cage needs to pay his no, taxes. He's, so I'll no, help here, here's the thing. No, here's the thing about that prediction, uh, Jason Dutch. The movies that we talk about have like some sort of relevance, whether it be like a title, like that they just fucked he up. He just made it relevant. Who? <laughs> Imran. Oh, Imran. Yeah. yeah. This movie will be forgotten in two days after it's fucking released but i don't believe oh. that these are they these are still i checked they're theatrical releases in november like who's going to fucking the theaters now to watch this shit i wish they would just put it on streaming they wouldn't have gone to theaters with 
normal yeah, times right. to watch yeah. this so shit. The, Probably because it's the only way you can get attention. Like if this book came on streaming, yeah. I can't say that like unless they featured it, yeah. that you'd even look at it. Now, could it catch on and get some cult? Like remember, remember Starship Troopers? Like that was a horrible movie, but it got like this cult following. So maybe, but I don't, I don't see it. I'm glad this frustrated everybody. That was the point. These are just too fucked up. Stupid I mean, movie like, to be honest, I these are about. both movies that if I would have seen them come up in my Netflix queue, I'd be yeah. like, I'll take oh, it out. I'm going to watch this yeah. at some point <laughs> if it's just, <laughs> just to see how I'll bad it. it is. I'll take it out. So I'm with you on this, Imran. <laughs> right. They're fucking crazy idea I, movies. Look, so there's whatever. no fucking way any of these movies are actually good. Oh, no, of course not. Ah, I didn't say that. I'm just like, no way. They're not even. I couldn't I don't believe think they're, they're even movies. I couldn't believe that these existed. Was the thing. It's like Uwe Boll, you know, Boll type shit. I was just like, how could this exist? It's crazy. All right. Anyways, good stuff. We're going to take a break here, play some promos. We're going to come back, talk about The Boys Season 2 right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey, guys. This is Venice, and I've got a message from a friend of mine about my favorite podcast. It's your boy, Flavor, Flavor, and Full Effect. Check this out, everybody. I want y'all to go check out TJ. What's good, everybody? TJ Johnson here from Voice from the Underground. I am the most handsome. Big ass. And I'm smoking my cigar, of course. You know what I'm saying? The Josh. You pick me up in an Uber and a PT Cruiser, I'm calling Lyft. Because <laughs> <laughs> they be fighting the power, talking about social issues, politics, you know what I'm saying? And we're not even that good. Right, we're terrible. Terrible. Tanked us <laughs> all over the place. And not only that, but they be keeping the fun with the sports, music, comics, and movies too. Am I allowed to I talk? Think, I think, no, not right now. Shut Did up, just- colonizer! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me on Twitter at VFU Podcast. So you can find them, you can find them. So check one, two. This is Flavor Flav. Yeah, boy. Okay. What Flav was trying to say is, check out Voice from the Underground on your favorite podcast network. Voice from the Underground. Do you like superheroes? Do you like movies, television shows, and comic books? Do you like listening to a guy rant about these things for hours on end? Well, then you're in luck, because you need to check out Pod Capers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape. Featuring me, Scott James Meridew, we'll be talking about a variety of geek and nerdy issues, joined each week by a rotating panel of guests that will try to contain me. Jokes on them, I cannot be contained. So please, join us on Pod Capers, the official podcast of A Place to Hang Your Cape, where superheroes go to relax, but I never do. Cue the music! Listener, if you love the show and you want to support the show, we'd appreciate it. Join our fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And it's a way to ensure we keep making the show every week for you. You get swag and merchandise and bonus content. Everyone gets an RSS feed with exclusive bonus material. You can only get there. Uh, there's movie reviews. There's post shows. The shows come out early. Uh, this week, I put out something fun for, I think it was for Jimmy Graben on our Facebook group. Wanted a instant reaction to the boys season two finale, you guys. So I put out a a, a binge report and I kind of like scrubbed through the episode 
and just gave my comments. It was kind of fun. I liked it. I listened to it. It was a lot of fun to do. I may do this more with like Mandalorians coming out and whatever the next show is. Uh, and then Anthony, there's a jock talk. Their bottom is, is very weak. They're going to be regular. These um, yeah, probably during football season. More regular. Until that's shut down. Yeah. No, no, they won't. They'll, they'll make it. They'll probably make it. Yay, they'll survive. All right, gang. Uh, yeah, visit the fan club, jockinner.com slash Patreon. Sign up today. Let's get to our review for the episode. Uh, and it's the reason Jason Dutch joined us, Jason. Yes, yes it is. It's the reason, reason I invited myself kind of, onto the show. And <laughs> reason a little bit you invited in, yourself in on complete, the show. In uh, complete esque fashion. Hey, we love it. Of course, it's season two of The Boys on Amazon. We're going to review it right now. Spoilers, of course. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. This show created by Eric Kripke that is based on the comic book called The Boys by Garth Ennis and Derek Robertson. On the show produced by The Boys, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. We all know, of course, from like Preacher, Future Man, all the Seth Rogen movies. Uh, they are working on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, CG animated movie. Dun, 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 dun. Should be fun. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, season two of The Boys is at 97%. Oh, shit. Higher than season one. That's sitting at 84%. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. What? What? Get the fuck out. Uh, and look, let's just dive into... Our opening thoughts, you know, the plot, really, this season, uh, one of the main things was Compound V getting out into the public and being released in the media and how Vought reacted and the government and the public and damage control, amongst other plot lines with Kamiko's brother and backstories of people. Stormfront, the addition of new character. So lots of fucking shit happened in this amazing season. Jason Dutch, we're going to start with you. Why don't you give us your overall thoughts and uh, some favorite moments? I don't know where to start. Just start it somewhere. There's so much shit to talk yeah, about. So, yeah, you're absolutely right. This was just like it was a crazy ride. Now, I will say I didn't I, I totally didn't even realize that there was like a short film. Um, so yep. that I haven't seen. So if you got to spoil that, okay. that's fine. I, I, I haven't I've, seen it I've heard that it's not it's, like super. It's not substantial yeah. at all. That's what yes. I heard. It's not super important no. to the storyline of the story. No. Um, but I just realized that was out there like yesterday. I was like, oh shit, I didn't even see that. So, but outside of that, um, I mean, I've watched every episode of this series for the first two years. And like this, this season, they obviously turned it up to the like 11 and a half. <laughs> You know, yes. they, they, they went for gore. They went for shock value. Um, they, they went for political messages. They obviously, uh, made some changes with some stuff to try to keep it more in line with, I mean, th- there's just the whole Trump, uh, angle is just like so resonating without this, throughout this oh, entire yeah. show. And then even, um, even the, uh, Victoria Newman, who is based on a, one of the comic book characters, um, she's like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like, you know, a, a parody on her. So it, it was super exciting. It was super fun. And like, it's just, I, but it almost got to the point where I was squinting the whole time because I was waiting for the next head <laughs> to explode or the next, yes. you know, the next person to just die abruptly, almost in like very, it, it was like Game of Thrones almost in that, or yeah. Walking Dead in that, you know, don't fall in love with the character because they won't be around for the next show. Um, Kill your darlings. No yeah, one is safe. That or, or Sons of Anarchy. You know, it, it all no, of those no. shows are like that where, and this totally went around that vein. And I was, 
Uh, I very, very much enjoyed it. There are a couple problems, but but for the most part, I enjoyed it a lot. Is Victoria Newman also a woman in the no, comics? Because Victor they flipped- K. Newman oh, okay. in the comics, and I think Stormfront has also been gender. Stormfront flipped. was a guy a bit like he was sort of like Shazam. Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Which one is Victoria Newman? Victoria Newman is the the congresswoman oh, okay. who was spoiler popping the head. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler alert. Anthony, let's go to you. Uh, overall thoughts on this fucking crazy season? I liked it. I mean, I thought it was a little a little slow at first, but I didn't yeah. necessarily mind that. I will agree with um, that. You know, it, it's still a good blend of what you've come to expect in terms of just super over the top violence and innuendo and sex and. Like all the things you don't expect out of a superhero show, yet as still has some comedy, it still has some decent action, has some references and things references to the real world and things to kind of think about. It's not subtle in the way that it it, it no. tries to compare itself to what's going on now. It's very overt in that in that aspect. I will say that like although there are characters that are dying, I, I am getting a little tired of the fact that none of the seven really and none of the main characters are dead. Uh, hmm. not really. Well, a lot of them, some of the seven are incapacitated, but yeah, they didn't really die. So, and I don't really have a good feel for anyone other than Butcher and Huey on the, on the main team. Uh, On on the the boys. boys. Yeah. Yeah. Like mother's milk. Like we got Frenchie background. We got Frenchie a little bit. Yeah. And I I don't particularly like Billy Butcher as the lead. I kind of like Huey better. I think Billy Butcher's character is a little... I don't know. It's not all that relatable to me. But overall, I think I like the show a lot. I still like it a lot. Homelander is still like the most interesting oh bad guy Oh, my God. He's amazing. Anthony Starr is amazing this season. As yeah, and then character. you throw in a Nazi, and that last episode where she gets her <laughs> ass kicked is, is just... <laughs> Is awesome television. Uh, so there dude, you go. The, the last three episodes were amazing. Rugs, opening thoughts. Uh, how fucked up is Homelander now this season? <laughs> well, he started out with the, the milk fetish. And oh then, my god! Oh, what was then that? He made, oh, then he like, made out with it, blew himself, and then killed himself. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then you end the series with him jacking off on top of a building on, uh, over the yeah. city. Jesus so I mean, yeah, the, the I can do was whatever so, I want. I'm gonna do whatever I fucking want. <laughs> so, I saying. mean, like uh, he's definitely uh, got some. Uh, like no one has moments like that. <laughs> he's the only yeah. character that ever had moments. That was like so that. disturbing. That doppelganger scene where he's. He's uh, oh fucking Madeline Stillwell, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And it's that dude doppelganger, and then he turns into Homelander himself, and then just starts blowing himself. What the fuck? I'm going to blow wow. you so good. Wow. You're going to stare into your own eyes. Uh, but Ruggs, overall, does the season satisfy uh, for you? Yeah, mm. I think that I had lost faith in it uh, somewhere around the third episode. Or second episode, maybe. Me too. And then the last four episodes are. And so then it picked up good. because you want to know what Holy happened shit. was this whole thing about Compound V getting out. It should have yeah. been a bigger deal. And the whole thing yeah. about the Homelander getting caught on video, like killing somebody, that should have been a bigger deal. And yeah. um, it, they kind of like gloss over it a little bit and just kind of like neatly pack it away so they can move on to other stuff. But then like the other stuff is interesting, like. There's a lot going on this season. There's a lot of disparate storylines that I don't know. So, for example, Jason, did you <laughs> did I just cut him off? Yes, you did. Okay, I'm going to stop. You, you totally continue. did and you went to ask him ask someone else a question. Rugs continue. Yeah, continue. <laughs> don't I I defer to the gentleman from New York. 
what what was the question? It was like so long ago. <laughs> I forgot what you were even talking about because everyone yeah, cut you off. Your penis size. He wants to know about it. <laughs> what? I was talking about how they abruptly like just kind of switched the the topic, but then they they did include like some things that like were were interesting, like the, the relationship developing between Stormfront and and Homelander and that type of shit and like so and. That kind of kept it going a little bit, so uh, it really be back in. And then the whole thing with the mental institution that was oh, really that was like great. a place where Sage they had, Grove. and then they had that that chick who's popping heads like a like a cure. I thought she was going to be the head popper. That's what I thought, so, um, and it wasn't. Yeah, so I mean, there's big penis man. Like I like that dick man. Uh, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you. Uh, so it had like dick man was fun amazing. surprises that at yeah. least like. As I said, like maybe narratively, it wasn't the best thing or satisfying, but some of the character moments were satisfying enough that it carried it through to the end. How about fucking Gecko, who's a S&M hooker who gets lets people pay him to chop his fucking limbs off? Yeah, shit oh, was done. Shit. And then he's like, for an extra grand, I'll let you chop my dick off. The, the they, guy's they like, definitely, they're an ATM. They definitely find Where's the way, ATM? like... At- yeah. <laughs> After the first season, I'm like, how are they going to push the needle on this stuff? And they they find a way. They definitely find they a way with, do. with that and and Homelander having the 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 dude. What's that fucking guy's name? Turn into uh, different people. Doppelganger. And, yeah, doppelganger, and then turn back into himself. He's like, oh, I can't hold it's it like, for that long. Yeah. He's like, turn back. Turn he looks back. away. He's like, never. <laughs> and, you, and you know, like for sure, that Homelander's like fucked himself before. Oh yeah. <laughs> and you know, he's yes. had his own dick sucked yes. by that dude that as himself. So. Oh, yeah, they, they, they just find a way it's to push that envelope. It's not gay if you're doing it to yourself. It's, yeah, exactly. I believe that's the yeah. logic there. Right. Still uh, Jason, gay. did you enjoy all the, the different <laughs> storylines? Like, no. Because like, there was the Church of no. the Collective storyline. There was uh, yeah. Starlight and her mom storyline. There's Kamiko and her brother storyline. Yeah, so the answer is no. Um, they're, they're, okay. that's, really, <laughs> that's really the only... So I didn't... I was tired of the, the deep talking to his gills... You know, that, that was just like, well, that was Patton Aswald. That was, yeah, I mean, it was funny for like, a, but like it, I found myself not wanting to watch, you know? So it was just like, all right, I get that you're having these struggles. It, maybe they set it up as sort of like a Norman Oswald, uh, Willem Dafoe moment where he's talking to himself mm. in the mirror, you know, or something yeah. like that. But like, I, I get that arc, but then they, they went and they, they, they did all this stuff with the church collective and whoever the guy's name who was, Either Green Arrow or Hawkeye, whichever you know you want to, whichever hero you want to say oh, they carry. The Eagle the Archer, yeah, the, yeah. What yeah. Well, Eagle Eye is that? Was that his name? Eagle the Archer, yeah, Eagle the Archer. Name. You know, like, and then yeah. they just decided to make him not, uh, you know, part of the church with no explanation whatsoever. You know, it's like it and the whole Fresca thing. Like, what's up with the they Fresca? Never explained. I don't know. They never explained the, the fucking Fresca. Yeah, and either. now they won't because the guy's head's got you know was completely just imploded yeah i don't remember the church of the collective from the comic book um i i oh really i don't remember really? that at all so I'm, I'm not sure if they're using him as like they have g-force in the comic and you know maybe yeah. that's obviously x-men um you know where they're led by some guy named the g-men is gonna be the spin-off yeah, I, show i just that saw they that announced. today that they're gonna do that that yeah. looks cool yeah. but um but yeah. so i didn't know i didn't enjoy some of the storylines i could care less about starlight and her mother you know but but yeah. it's still they have to fill that stuff 
up with something and i've seen i worse. mean eight episodes is like it seemed short like i wanted more when it ended because they put out the first three and then five weeks later and then it's over and then i kind of wanted more I, I would agree with um jason in that i think they actually in every episode they were juggling almost too much it seemed like they had like yeah. four to five storylines going every episode the church of the collective with the deep is the thing i care about the least for sure followed probably by yeah. starlight stuff but I, I like Starlight and Huey, so I don't mind it so much. The, the Church of the Collective, I think, was the one where I was like, I don't, I don't care about that. I mean, I think this is fun. Like, it's kind of funny, but I didn't need this much time with the Deep trying yeah. to get back in. Um, Unless they're going somewhere with it, like maybe in season three they're going to have the Deep take over that. Yeah, maybe. But so, so maybe it meant something. But as of this second, it meant nothing. It's like to me. the L. Ron Hubbard version, their version. Well, once, yeah. once you really get into like Stormfront and Homelander. Like that's the stuff where you're yeah. like, oh wow, they're like this is this is good. Like you, every time they would cut away from either Stormfront or Homelander, even like when they were cutting to Billy Butcher, I didn't really give a fuck about Billy. You didn't. Wow, I, really? I, just, I don't think that guy's very relatable. Like his plan to like go in and save his wife, but then lie to his wife and be like, I'll take the kid, but I'm really not going to take the fucking kid. You knew she was going to say no. Like that was written so poorly. Like. His plans were weird. I couldn't follow a lot of his decisions. Yeah, he just kind of like goes there yeah. and just gets yeah. in. No problem. And he's just an asshole to like his entire time. I'm like, why does the team follow him? <laughs> Daddy's home. Yeah, he just, and he, because ca- he, he can... talks like a, like a smart ass to all his, all his teammates. <laughs> yet they're all like, you're the, you're the man. You're the man, man. You're, you're the leader. I guess he, cause he gets shit done. And he? He, or maybe he <laughs> or maybe his arrogance or whatever it is that he seems to fuck things uh, up, though. Uh, like kind of it motivates people. I don't know. I feel like Huey would be a better lead. He's the everyman character. He gets the girl. Oh, I agree with that. I just think that the reason why yeah, he's yeah. there is to kind of bounce off of Huey sure. to be the, the different like the opposite of Huey. I did love every time Stormfront introduced Huey. The reaction was, "This is the guy we've been doing all this for." And Maeve calls Stormfront? him a twink. She's like, "Take yeah. your, you mean uh, Starlight, sorry, yeah. Starlight, Starlight." Everyone is like, "This fucking guy," and she's like, "Take your fucking twink with you." She <laughs> just calls him a twink. It's great. I mean, I think Billy Butcher's b- mo- biggest moments come at the end. Episode eight was insane. Uh, the very end of the show, you know, the whole sequence with Billy and Ryan and Stormfront and that whole thing. Uh, that to me was the most like the his best best earned shit was like that last episode. Yeah, I would, yeah. I agree. yeah that scene where yeah. they were all uh fighting storm the three women were fighting Stormfront. Oh, that was great. Girls get that it was done. really great. Like I that was yeah. that was you know Infinity War type of you know battle. You know maybe on a way smaller scale, but, but that same it was kind of satisfying. Scene. Yeah, because you're way, like, oh, way, yeah. More, way more satisfying girl power moment too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. then then what they did in Captain Marvel? Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Or, 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 or in Infinity, Infinity, Infinity War? Yeah. Like that one yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah, where they tried sure. way too hard. It was a girl power moment, and it was yeah. satisfying because they're all fighting somebody that they they fucking hate, and they they're they're all you know they're all the powerful people. Like they stacked this uh, the the boys with all powerful women, right? So uh, yeah. it's it's great to see them all unleash hell. Not only that, but like Stormfront is like a despicable person throughout the whole thing, right? Like she's yeah, just yeah. Like playing on people's emotions. She's a under, she's a Nazi. She's fucking racist. She's been around forever. She's, she's like super racist. powerful. And then you finally yeah. get like, is it Kamiko? Kamiko. That's like the revenge thing. Kamiko her gets her. Yes. Starlight yes. finally can like punch one of the boys members. And then Queen Maeve finally does something too. Like that's a big moment that I, I literally was like, fuck yeah, this awesome. This is an awesome episode yep. now. 
And they, and they don't even kill her. Like, Stormfront leaves, and then you have that moment with Ryan. But Maeve is kind of the MVP. She saved Starlight from Black Noir with Almond Joy. Oh, Who shit. Who would have thought? That's how you take down Black Noir. He's got a tree nut allergy. She saves uh, – she comes and helps him there, and then she saves Billy Butcher at the very end from Holbinder. And she's not dead, which I was surprised. The Stormfront – So you think that dead. we're going to get, like, a General Grievous version of a – yeah, they're going to use this compound V to re-bring to life dead supers. Oh, that's Absolutely. what they do in the comic book. So yeah, that's what it seems yeah. like and they were. Lighter, what they yeah, there was a there was a scene yeah. where at the end where they had um, some a news story talking about a fire spreading, and now we've all seen Lamplighter kill himself, but in the comic he is reanimated by compound V, as is a couple of other heroes. Uh, quote: I use the quote heroes. Uh, this like a, a couple of other soups. That are reanimated and that, but they come back as they like zombies. Up, I'm sure, you know, yeah, like yeah. they 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 only have like three percent of their brain function. Oh uh, shit! What 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 other moments do you want to talk about? There's so many places I can go. Anybody who's got something? Well, I want to talk about Fresca. Okay, what was the deal with the Fresca? Uh, I've heard this, and uh, I don't know how true it is, but there was a cult that uh, drank cyanide in Kool Aid. Yeah, that's Jonestown. And that's where that's yeah. where we get drinking the Kool Aid from, right? Yeah. So when you're drinking the Fresca, you're drinking the Kool-Aid. You're, so it's their you're, version of the thing. Yeah, I wish they, they would have explained it a little bit. And I love how Edgar is like. They but that's offer, just the theory. It's not like a. No, you know, it's ambiguous. But yeah. Edgar is smart. They offer him a Fresca. He's like, I'd never touch that. It's horrible. He's like, I'm not buying it. But I do love at the end when uh, the deep goes fuck Fresca and finally just gets so frustrated. Uh, but he I would, wonder if their sales are up. Fresca's. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is that Fresca like a real brand or is yeah. it just yeah. a type Fresca's of drink? a drink. You never had a Fresca, Bruggs? Come on. I have had a Fresca, but I got here. It was like a, um, I didn't, it wasn't in a can like that. It was just like, uh, you order it. Like, I like it know. in the can. Yeah. Oh, uh, the, that's <laughs> the whale. Whoa. What? Oh, shit. You, you, sounds like you belong in Teenage Kicks. Nobody isolate that audio. Uh, okay, what do you guys think of uh, Homelander trying to be a father, actually, to Ryan? Was uh, the Ryan character interesting? He's like Brightburn. Is this kid Brightburn? I don't know. It's I don't know what they do in the comics, but I feel like he's got nowhere to go but down. So You got to put this kid out. You got to take him out. In fact, Billy was about to kill him, and I was like, good. You got to take this kid out right well, now. Well, Billy decides to want to be a part of his kid's life yeah. because... Early on in the thing in the show, he's not getting love anymore. So he's looking for someone uh, to like. Well, he promised Becca. They, also, he's only he, he's not even really he doesn't really even care about his son. All he wants is to be loved. Oh, home, you're talking about Homelander. Oh uh, yeah, you home talking about yeah. yeah. You, you, you said, said Billy. Billy. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Yes, Billy sucks. Yes, uh, I'm talking about Homelander. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, you don't like Billy. Homelander wants to be loved. So even yes. at the end, right? Like he has a chance to be with his kid and yeah. just kill Billy Butcher, but. He just can't. No. He just can't walk away I from the adoration that. from millions of people loving it. That's his kryptonite. That's his he, fucking I mean, I think kryptonite. He's, he's just he's such a, such a fucking interesting character because there are like parts where you're like, I can see how he got to this point. Yeah. He had a fucked up childhood. Yeah. He, he was abused. Yeah. He was born in a lab. Yep. He never had anyone to support him, and he grew up. You know, unfortunately, if people had superpowers, they probably would end up more close to the boys than they do end up. Uh, in Marvel, so I, you yeah. can definitely relate to to home. I mean that character. scene where he imagines lasering the crowd once they turn on him. I was like, and oh, they, he did it so well because I was like, oh, he didn't just. See, we could just sit here that. and talk about Homelander scenes the whole time. Holy shit! Like when he 
is supposed to be he bought flowers for yes, and he's waiting for her, and he's waiting for her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he yeah. couldn't stop himself. He just had to have a freak out. Yes, you know? well, he, but, he had yeah, to check burned, on her. He, he couldn't. He couldn't no, he, trust her. He did burn his trailer down. That's right, because he's just like so. Well, he didn't trust her. He, he, didn't he went trust to her. he yeah. he went to Vaught Tower does and not she like, wasn't there. Yeah, does not like to be lied to. He, he's like every every the the crazy thing about Homelander, and this is where like you know I I believe they they are using uh you know our president as a model for i really believe that because they're the the homelander in the comics is an asshole but he's not this guy ah. and you know it's and and they've added so much with like the america first and like putting him at the christian conference in yep in in season one where he flies down and he's talking about all this and that but like the, the thing with homelander is, is he has to have you he has to be front and center. It's him number one. Yeah. Like he has to have the top numbers. Be thinking about me. You know, when um what oh God, I can't remember the blonde lady who he he burned her Madeline eyes. Madeline Sitwell. Yeah, Sitwell. When when she got promoted, his first question was was not his the first thing out of his mouth in that last episode was not, Oh, congratulations. He said, Wait, you're still my no you're still my day to day. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's always about me. It's, it was about him with with Stormfront. Where were you? How come I didn't know where yeah, you were at? Yeah. yeah. You know, and you know with, people and like this. that's why Maeve was afraid of him. Yes. And I love how this whole season, his leadership is being challenged at every step from Edgar, from fucking Stormfront, uh, you know, until he finally she gets his dick and uh, gets control of him. And he, he needs her help in the social media. By the way, can we talk about. The floating sex scene and all the sex scenes with Homelander and Stormfront and the guy's head gets squished in one of them and they're covered in blood. Uh, some crazy sex scenes I've never seen on, on the show. Depraved. Uh, this, you know what's funny? This season on TV shows, they've had a bunch of crazy sex scenes. So there's floating sex scene in The Boys. Raised by Wolves also do a similar floating sex scene. And then if anybody's watching fucking Lovecraft Country on HBO, I'm not going to spoil it. But there is one of the most disturbing, fucked up sex scenes I have ever seen on a screen is in Lovecraft Country season one. Just take my word for it. (laughs) Yeah. Tentacle porn? No, it's 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 Mm. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I also love how these guys are. They're the stars of the movie, and you saw a lot of them shooting the movie and how it's a straight ripoff of uh, Batman v Superman and Justice League. And there's that line where Homelander goes, uh, these, these Joss rewrites really sing, huh? And it's fucking hilarious. Oh, shit. A uh, little dig at Justice League. <laughs> yeah. But the fact that these guys have to be actors. I, I got a PR, question for, for Jason, yeah. seeing as he is from the underground and straight talks politics from the a underground. Lot. What What reference to what's going on now did you enjoy the most in the show well first of all i think that it's that it's interesting you ask that because uh, this show did a really good job of sort of pooping on 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 both sides like yeah they stormfront is clearly like an overt racist right like she she but the funny thing is is her her public persona was almost that of like a progressive, girl. yeah, the woke you progressive know? with the shaved head on the yes, side. Absolutely. Yeah. So she she was like, you know, uh, out there talking about yeah. fighting. Yeah. Well, not really so much a Karen, a Karen because she like, but what she was was she was like, 
Um, she was fighting anti-care the corporation exterior. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. You thought she was fighting the corporations and everything like this, but she was. But what she was doing in very deep state esque uh, in a way is is fighting for this this what she called white genocide. But the the funny thing was is when she mentioned like when she gave her thoughts on like uh, the, the the race war yeah. quote on that's going on in America right yeah. now. This the little boy. She's telling him. She's like. People hate us because of the color of our skin. Yeah. It's called white genocide. And then and they Lander. cut to Homelander, yes. and he's like, huh? He's like, what the fuck, <laughs> what? Like, what are you talking about? And, and, and obviously, he's on board with a lot of it because he's like, okay, I'm. he, he doesn't. He probably doesn't think of it from a race angle, but he thinks of it from a I'm better angle, and I'm white, so therefore. But when he hears that, he's like, that's fucking crazy. But he doesn't say anything. No, she's but too it, extreme for him. Yes, but that's the thing. That is the, 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 the thing that happens so much in our society is that when people hear something and you are in the group that just, you might raise an eyebrow, but you don't yeah, actually yeah. challenge it. Yeah. That shined a light on that specifically mm, because that point. is, that is exactly what the problem is right now yeah. in a lot of uh, private rooms in this country is silent that when people, majority, maybe. Yeah. Exactly. If, if nobody speaks up, then it's mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So, but I really enjoyed that they did that with her. I kind of wish they weren't quite as overt about it in a way because, uh, you know, I, I, I think that this is a series that you could enjoy if you're a Trump supporter. Yeah. But th- things like that will just make them immediately turn. I mean, she's, she's literally a Nazi. Well, that, well, that, and like, I think, you know, it's not a subtle show, but when they were like, she goes, you, you, you don't need everyone to like you. You just need an army. Yeah. You need 5%, 10% of yeah, people to there, follow there you. There it is. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, oh, like they're just, they're just going right away into the like just rallying the base, Trump rallying his base. Um, and that's what they did with the memes, right? They're better yeah. us than them. You know? Oh, yeah. It's oh, yeah. so it's, brilliant. The, the well, signs the, the memes everywhere. are fun though because like that's how both sides communicate, right? Like they just, they just sure, distill sure. everything into a picture. And it's like, this is how the things are. It's like, wait a minute. It's just a fucking picture. Yeah. And if you think about it, Billy Butcher is almost as bad as Homelander on the other fucking side there. Really? He's fucking killing people and, and being crazy and, uh, you know, sacrificing things for his own agenda as well. Yeah. He wants you guys revenge. Think setting Huey that, that's, up a, that's a stretch, be... but all right. I mean, if you know, it's the <laughs> other side of it. Do you guys think they're setting Huey up to be like the new lead of that team and like because it sort of seems like that's what they're where they're going. I don't know what they do in the comic. I've read the first maybe 20 issues of the boys comic book. Yeah. That would put me like halfway through the second omnibus, which is super thick by the way. Wow. Um, I, I want to read this. I got to buy this. It's really good. Yeah. Different, but I I'm trying kind of curious as to where they're going to go with Huey's character. So the other thing of, uh, that was I loved uh, that's kind of real life was that dude at the beginning of episode 7 you watch get radicalized by the stormfront videos and the constant barrage of media and then shoots the fucking convenience store worker where oh, yeah, he went every that. day to mm-hmm. work. Um, oh, I was like, oh, oh amazing. That, that, that part of that episode was legitimately like almost too close, right? Yes, like it was yes, like too sad. Like yes. that, that was almost too sad of a moment Fuck, to even dude, start off a show. That hit yeah. so close. So Jason, let me ask you this specifically because you forwarded the article from Slate that I have in here about the fact that Victoria Newman the big bad that was popping the heads is an AOC analogy, uh, a yeah. stand-in. What is that? What is that saying to you? Because now Victoria Newman, she is planted there by Vaud and Edgar, and they kind of set this up. I, I went back and watched some things. The first episode, 
That lady's head blows up. The next scene, it cuts to Victoria Newman on TV. Edgar is constantly watching her on TV every time they go to him. Yep. He is working both sides. She's going to be – the soup is going to be the head of the anti-soup fucking official thing. But what is this message turning AOC into an evil soup? Yeah. Well, the funny thing is, is if you take what they did in the comic, in the comic, that is exactly what is the case. Um, is the vice president of the United States. So I guess that gives you some future on what her no character spoilers. will eventually be. Yeah. But the, well, I mean, this is in the comic. Okay. But the, I don't know if they're going to do this, but the, but in the comic, the vice president of the United States is like head of that, of the soup department. But the, the, I think the message that they're giving you is because she's such a clear parody of AOC down to the speech, down to the, the, the ethnicity, yeah. down to the lipstick. Yeah. Um, is that, the people who you think are good, uh, probably not on your side either. Mm. So, you know, it's, it's something that you, that we look at a lot when we look at the political angle of things is like people will say, Oh, you know, you're Jason, you're such a true blue Democrat. You, this, that, this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, dude, I, you, when Joe Biden gets in office day one, I'm going to start shining uh, the light on him. Yeah. But the, that's the message with, with her is I think like, Hey, both sides are fucked up. Mm. This isn't just, we're not just taking one side here and saying, look at all the shittiness of, of Homelander v slash Trump. The other side, you might not see it, but there's darkness there as well. Yeah. That's a good point. So, they're all so, drinking Fresca over there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They have their own Frescas, every club. Yeah. Well, it, I, also, like everyone see, has an agenda. Like no one is in this for altruistic reasons. Right? Yes. Well, right. in the show, the, really the only people with a good heart are the boys. If you think about it. No, well, Huey's in it like for a good reason. Butcher Mother's until milk. the end. Mother's milk, maybe Huey. Frenchie, yeah. they all got good hearts. Frenchie's, well, Frenchie's didn't in it because he felt like he he like let his he let the team down. Right, right. But like Billy Butcher, who's the leader, is not in it for like he's doing it just for himself for mo- for the most part. But I think he redeems. The end, he he comes redeems. Around yes, at the end he kind of redeems himself in that way. A little bit, yeah. But even Starlight killed the dude in that carjacking. She didn't mean to, and she's like, "I'm a fucking killer now, like you, Billy Butcher." Yeah, they kind of glossed over that too. Yeah, they never went back to that. Um, mysteriously, th- th- that's the thing. It's like um, these guys all are trying to do the right thing. The boys, th- yeah, because they they know that this is out of control, and that has to be stopped. Because how do you have a world full of soups that could just do whatever the fuck they want? You need. And how do you and control them? How does even yeah. how does Vaught even control it at, at a certain point? Like. All it takes is one of them, yeah. like that's unstoppable, to be like, "Fuck it, I'm going to take all the v- the V and I'm going to make my own army, yeah, and uh, we're going to fucking take over this whole planet and just jack off on people." You know what I mean? <laughs> feel like I can do, I can do whatever I want. So that scene, I remember reading season one. There was a scene Amazon told them was too extreme; they were not allowed to put it in, and that was the scene. Listen, and they, they blew it. it because they should have had him like spewing, blew like it. laser. Oh, if like you're like laser. killing people, that would have been <laughs> like hilarious. Like a fire hose. Like he's, uh, it's like, like cutting into like buildings. breaking windows. Like it's a like, Zack Snyder movie. It's cutting into buildings in half. <laughs> Zack Snyder like, destruction. All of a sudden, like someone's driving and it, it, it just hits the car and like burns through it. You so know. great. <laughs> yeah, the, the Empire State Building ripped in half by Homelander. <laughs> Homelander's jizz. Hits ecstasy. And then Big Dick yeah. Man comes and grabs it and tries to keep it up. It reminds me of that Mallrat scene where it's like uh, Superman blew a hole through her like a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, Lois so they, Lane. They're talking yeah. about he can't have sex. Superman can't have sex with Lois. Well, it was that Homelander, that Homelander jack off scene, too. If you look, if you watch the scene, uh, especially when they cut away, it's a complete 
not really rip off, but they're they're doing that famous. It's in the moon. Batman on yeah, the ledge. It's scene silhouetted where, uh, against the yeah. moon on the Empire State yep. Building with with uh, with the bat symbol in the air. But in this case, obviously, it was just Homelander <laughs> whacking his so beating good. up on little Elvis. Yeah. Imagine, I imagine that Batman is also jerking off, but he's just doing it very, very calmly <laughs> in the in the shadows. <laughs> the, in the, the Christian yeah, Bale, he's got that cape draped, uh, the yeah. Christian Bale Batman, uh, I, I'm doing falls into I his American Psycho uh, other character. <laughs> yeah, that's there. You go. Don't just stare at it. Eat it. That would be that would be exactly who it would be though. Like, imagine if Christian Bale's character from American Psycho was actually Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. that would that that's kind of what you got Secret, here, right? That's like Dexter meets Batman kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. Serial killer meets Batman. I mean, look, I, I appreciate this show for actually introducing all of this crazy shit oh into my, my mind. Yeah. Some but, great uh, moments. Yeah, it's just some fucking wacky shit. It's like the conversation we're having, it's just wacky. It's one of those shows where, like, I kind of enjoy how wacky it is just because yeah. it's so... It's it's wackier than even like Umbrella Academy, yeah, which can get pretty wacky. Yeah, but it's one but of those different. things where when I try to introduce the show to someone that I uh, doesn't necessarily like superheroes or maybe doesn't like is a little bit more conservative, I have to like really preface it and go, yeah, "This is a rough. This watch. is a fucked up show. Yes, this is like, a- it, this is really <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, you're it's gonna see good, some fucked up shit. You got to be able to like, but that's why sit through it. some things. That's why I love it. It's so fucked but up. It's tongue in cheek fucked yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been having. It's funny you say that because I've been having. I told my wife, I'm like, "Hey, babe, I want you to watch the show with me, right?" <laughs> oh God. So like, she's never watched before, and she's a Trump supporter, right? So she's and and she's not really into like dark stuff. She, like she loves the Marvel, like loves the Marvel movies. Not such a big fan of the DC movies except for Wonder Woman, and. Like she's she watched the whole first season, God bless her soul. But she was like, I really didn't enjoy it. You know, she's like, I didn't like the fact that who, the guys who are good are really not good, or are supposed to be good or not good. You know, and <laughs> it's, it's the opposite. It's, it's a hard, it's a hard thing to take too. Yeah, um, but I'm like, well, that's kind of like the way the world is, yeah, right? That's yeah. real life. So mm. this is a better reflection on real life. She's like, I don't like real life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for escape. This, you, is look, this is the thing. If you have a guy that's telling you that he's good, he's yeah. not. Yeah. If you have a guy that tells you he's a piece of shit, he's probably a pretty he's good guy. He's probably okay, just like <laughs> because he feeling. realizes he's yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah, it's a good point. And, That's a good. Point. Yeah. I didn't even mention the porn that they were watching in that episode. They shot actually shot all this porn, and there's they're trying to uh, get Amazon. <laughs> Seth Rogen, Evan Goldberg want and other followers. Anthony Starr want them to release the porn on Amazon oh, Prime Video as uh, you know the seven. Was it like? Softcore porn. Yeah, no, they no. It wasn't softcore. That's not going to happen. It wasn't softcore, didn't you? Weren't you watching? That was not softcore porn. I looked at it. That's that's, they're not going to release. I think it's hilarious that they had to film that though for the show. Like that's fucking great. Like just thinking about being on the set that day. What are we doing? Shooting a fucking porn movie all of a sudden. In this movie, well, it's none of the characters. Right? It's the it's like porn where they're yeah, yeah spoof. Porn. So great. I forgot some of the titles were hilarious. The deep go does something. Dallas, I forget. It's funny. The deep does Dallas. <laughs> they, they, they said, dude, the, the 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 attention to detail in the media they show in the names of movies in this world, the way the world is built, the memes, the posters everyone has, it's so fucking good. It's so perfect. You it, and it fleshes out this world, and it is a little too close. It's a little too close. Did to you guys watch reality. Heroes? No, I did no. not. None of you? Rugs? No. I watched Heroes, yeah, but I don't remember it. I just remember that was the guy with the <laughs> horn rim glasses. Save the cheerleader. And, That's all I yeah, know. Save yeah, the cheerleader, they, save the world. 
I just see a lot of parallels with the with in in a lot like especially like when they went into the hospital to you know and they had all like the guy with the with the super long wiener yeah Dick you man. know and like all these guys that are all jacked up in there that's they had you know similar type of institutions that were being kept by the company and heroes and it's like they they took this this element it looked like of the company from heroes which they didn't i can't say they stole it because you know obviously this was written the comic books are back from like oh six but there but there was a lot of of i think dragging around the same track there with heroes that i personally thought was cool because i liked that show but um but was you know i guess if nobody else here watched it then i'm just kind of talking to myself and Jacking off I, on the top of the building. I know we have listeners. Who, <laughs> I think I who watched, watched it. I, was, how many seasons of it? There was like three seasons. There was four. Oh, I think I stopped at the second. It was a big thing for me in college. People would get together. And oh watch yeah. Heroes. Yeah, yeah, I never watched. I never. Most I never people watched. stopped after season three. You think I would watch it? I think I watched the first episode and I was like, eh, "It's all right. I don't know why." What's the name of the guy? The bad didn't guy. Hook me. Uh, well, the guy with the horn rim glasses was Noah Bennett. No, but was the bad the, guy? Oh name? well, that was Gabriel. That, so that's uh, Zachary Quinto played Siler. Oh right, Siler. Yeah, yeah. and Siler is one of the most. I'll tell you this right now: one of the most badass villains, like fucking ever. Yeah. So he was just astonishingly good in that role, and like he could just go to a hero and take his powers by eating a little piece of his brain. Now you know, and very sadistic in its own right. But yeah, it's. Uh, the, this this series go they'll go so much further than anything that they that, <laughs> that they talked about with that and and one of the things I really enjoyed was um like when they would bring in a new hero I enjoy this about the comic too like you know when they bring in a new hero like the they had a, a complete um uh, rip off of like Hawkeye or Green Arrow I'm not sure which one with 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 Eagle yeah, Eye or whatever yep. his name was and then um uh what's his face uh Daredevil. I mean, a complete daredevil black noir uh, rip of. off with no, 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 with the guy who Homelander boxed his ears. Oh, the the differently abled guy that well, oh, that was yeah. hilarious. Blind spot. That was hilarious. Yeah. He goes he clearly daredevil. Daredevil. <laughs> he's so he does not. Lo- he's like this is just another. He boxes the guy's ears. He goes, let me ask you something. What happens if I do this? And he's like, now you're just a fucking useless blind guy. I was like, oh fuck, he does not like uh, any kind of difference. No, no it was not like inclusion. No, it wasn't the it wasn't inclusion. It was the fact that home Homelander doesn't give a fuck about inclusion, but he doesn't he doesn't necessarily dislike inclusion. It was the fact that that lady did it on her own. Yeah, she didn't ask him. He, want, yeah. he wanted right. he and put that lady in the PR position or whatever role she is, so that she could answer to him. Oh, she had a talking to. She it, got yeah, a talking it, to. It wasn't that he was a, a fucking Asian. Oh no, that he was bl- that he was a bl- like a blind guy. Man, no, he didn't care about that. No. He just wanted to say. I agree. The, the guy yeah. did it. She did it on behind she, his back. He was, he was Asian. He, yeah, yeah. It, but the, yeah, she was placing it on like, oh, he's oh, yeah, Asian, I remember, I remember. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I it's like diversity. This will be great for everything. He it's not. I don't think he's a racist character. That's not the point. No, no, oh. he's 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 just he's about himself. Like, yeah. He, yeah. If you like me, he doesn't care if you're black, yeah, or Asian. As long as you like him, as long you're as you okay. Like him. Who's that remind you of? Oh yeah. <laughs> Who's the real heroes here? You guys. Yeah, let's yeah. hear it. I mean, I love again, I love the use of music at this season. They did a great job and I'm glad we finally they they just uh, explained the Billy Joel music. I love Billy Joel and uh, the story about his mother is nice. Maybe we'll see his mother next season. A uh, couple of things about season 3, it has been renewed. Uh Black Noir will probably be back cuz they said he was recovering and Stormfront 
probably is going to be back. But they've added from Supernatural. Love the tree nut allergy. Yeah, the tree nut that takes them down. Fucking Black Noir, who's badass. But Jensen Eccles from Supernatural will be playing Soldier Boy, who uh, in the comics, I believe, was one of the original. Soldier Boy? Soldier Boy, yeah. Soldier Boy in it. Crank that. This is their Captain America uh, spoof, and he's uh, the original team of Vought Supers, apparently. Mm. But uh, Jason, do you watch Supernatural at all? Yes and no. It's my my aforementioned bride. Yeah. Uh, It's her favorite show. She's been watching it forever, so I catch a lot of it because she's... It's, she likes to watch it as like background noise. I've not. So yeah. I've ended up seeing a lot of Supernatural, but I wouldn't say that I uh, am that super deep into that world. But I do think it's it's okay. A Facebook group is binge rewatching it. Apparently, a bunch of people at the Jock and Dirt Nation. But that show's been on for like 15 years. It has one more 16 year season. Final. Those season. guys look the same age. I know it's amazing. I don't know how this show's been on for so long, but we'll see that. So. Season three is going to, who knows when that's coming out next year. It's going to take a while. So I'm going to read the books in between. Um, any final thoughts before we rate this season? I want to know what, did what they, rating. Did they confirm the, G, the G-Men? The Was G-Men, the G- yes. It's announced that a spinoff centered on a superhero college has been fast-tracked into development. Uh, and it will be described as being part college show, part Hunger Games. Uh, it's set at America's only college exclusively for young adult superheroes, R-rated. And they're saying it's based on the G-Men team from the series that is a parody of the X-Men. What does the G stand mm, for? Cool. Yeah, how does how is it a parody of the X-Men? It's just like a team? Uh, the guy who runs it, his name is like Golock oh, or something like, like that. Is going to be in between the seasons now? I don't know. They just announced the spinoff. And maybe, yes, it's a separate hmm. show that will be on whenever they fucking do it, whenever they can shoot things again, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, I yeah, guess. And, and I will say the, the only thing that I think is important to know about the G-Men is in the comic, they're, they're the money makers. Ah, oh, like merchandise wise. Way and- more money than the seven. Really? Makes. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. interesting. So it's like Avengers versus the X-Men all of a sudden now. We'll Ooh. have to see because I'm sure Justice that will League play into X-Men. it. Like when it comes to marketing and sales yeah, yeah. and stuff like that, the G-Men sells like boatloads. Well, and Edgar repeatedly says throughout the season, it's about the bottom line. That's it. All I care about is the money. Whatever you got to do, it's about the fucking it's bottom business. line. It's business. It's show business. Uh, Rugs, give me a number. What would you rate this season? And did you like it better than season one? I don't know. I'm going to say 7.5. Okay, sorry. I'm going to say 7.5, yeah. 7.5, really? Okay. Anthony? You you react like that's. What's that reaction to that score? It seems low. Out of 10? What are we out of 20? (laughs) I thought it would. Seems low. Okay. Okay. Um, Did I like this better than season one? No. Really? Season one. Wow. Yeah, because season one was season one. Yeah. I was. I was so season one had the the, the new factor of what, what the fuck am I watching? Yeah. This is crazy. Okay. Uh, season two was still good. I found it to be satisfying mostly because of the fact that Stormfront was such a fucking awful character in a, in, in all the best ways. Yeah. That you to see her get her comeuppance in the end made up for a lot of the things I didn't like in the show, um, namely being the first one being bully Billy Butcher and just not being all that likable. Um. But overall, I still like I still like the show. I th- still think it's very satisfying. I liked the references to what's going on. I, I do say in season, I do think in season three that they kind of need to up the stakes a little bit in terms of more. What happened here that was really crazy? Mm, that's a good point. The mm. only person that died was the wife of Billy Butcher, who we we barely saw. 
Like, I don't really care about Billy Butcher's wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, I feel like one of the seven, like, one of, like, either someone in the seven, like Homelander or um, Queen Maeve or even Starlight needs to go, or someone with the boys needs to, like, eat the dust. They killed Translucent. Um, that was last season. That was last season. <laughs> yeah. Translucent was in two episodes. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, but overall, I'm going to agree with Rugs. I'm going to go about 7.5, okay. 8, somewhere around there out of 10. Okay, Jason Dutch. As far as a rating goes, I think I'll probably go around the same. I'll go with an eight. Um, and I'm using season one as a barometer for that because season one was like a nine and a half. Yeah. You know, so it's like it's uh, this wasn't like Game of Thrones season seven where I'm like irritated as all, all hell. You know what I mean? And, yes. But it's. I definitely, you know, I'll, I'll say an eight and I think that they laid the groundwork for a lot of stuff that can go a lot of different places, but I'm totally with Anthony. You know, you need a Thanos level threat. And when I say that, I don't necessarily mean even as far as like a, someone to come in as a villain with powers, but even if it's just a money related threat and that's the G men, who knows, but they need something where you almost feel like there's got to be a point where they got to turn together like maybe the boys and the seven have to figure something out together to beat something that's threatening both of them before yeah. they can turn back against each other. Ah. You know, that that's what I'd be looking for out of season three. I think that if they continue on with this particular storyline, uh, unless they come up with something that I can't think of, uh, you know, with just, yeah, we know Homelander's a sadistic fuck, you know, but what's next? Like, is he going to become more sadistic? Uh, I don't, I don't think so. So mm. is Huey going to become more of a twink? <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, so it's, but I do think that I, I would like to see though um, them do more of the backstory, like, and maybe like a lost fashion where if you remember that show, they used to go back yeah, every show yeah. and show you just a little bit from the past. They from did somebody. that with Frenchie, but that was it. They did. Yeah. And that, and I liked that. Yeah, I, I liked that, that part too. with Frenchie. Yeah, I'd like to see good. it with the female. I'd like to see it with maybe with, with Hugh, maybe Mother's not so much with Huey. But yeah, definitely with Mother's Wealth because he's talked about a lot of stuff he did and maybe even with like Queen Maeve and, you know, some of those characters. So that would be something they could do as well. But all in all, I thought it was really good. I, I Except for the goreness of that one scene where I just that, that's the problem with that one scene within in Congress is like it made I was literally waiting to close my eyes the rest of the two shows because like I I was like okay who's anybody could literally at any yes. second have their head blown I love out. when it cuts to the deep and he's like holding his head he's like oh fuck it's yeah. my head still here and it's very realistic you know it's not like the cartoony bullshit they pulled at the end of uh Kingsman oh shit oh shit sorry I put a dig on Kingsman <laughs> uh don't get mad I, I like that idea Jason if they're not gonna like kill someone I like the idea of in the third season making this making them have some sort of uneasy alliance that was you, yeah, you, you have to change the formula right now right that is interesting you, you've gone through two seasons of the boys versus the seven yeah with like little moles within the seven but that can only go on for so long before you're like okay well there's got to be a resolution here I'm glad you agree. I, I mean, it could be, agree. it could be, it could be Stormfront, like, because remember who she looked like when she was laying on the ground. Who uh, she look exactly she pal- like? Dude, she's Palpatine, dude. Oh, well, she, looked, she looked like Anna. I mean, Darth Anakin, Vader. right? Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe if they, yeah. if she gets like something that makes her more powerful, like more Compound V or like robot parts. Who I don't know, you know, but like she could be that person. 
So you never know. Interesting. I just remember. Remember, Kamiko rips that dude's face. You right heard it the here first. Off. Amazon. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> Do it. Send what is Kamiko doing? Bro? She rips that dude's face off in front oh, of them. Yeah. That was fucking <laughs> that nasty. Was amazing. Uh, okay, so uh, this season again, wonderfully subversive and cynical. And uh, just fucking the holy shit moments oh, shit. that just keep coming. I loved. I kind of like it even with the first season. I can't right now. I like it a little bit better. I can't. I got to. If I go back and watch the first season, I may change my mind. But I want to give this a nine. This, uh, I fucking I had a really good time at this fucking season. It was crazy. I want more. When it ended, I didn't want it to be over. So that's always I feel good. like that. It's just it falls upon the strengths of the first season. Yes. And it builds on that. So without. On its That's own, it's not as strong. So it's cumulative. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Right on. I, li- I like that. Run was like what seven point five. I, was, I feel like that's low. It's low because I gave. I wanted. I like. You gave it a nine. I gave it a nine. Yeah, but you always like things more than we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always feel like when I listen to your show that I take Rugboy's score, yeah, Imran's score, average them out, and that's general population. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah, how it works. We got everybody covered. Yes. Yeah. Probably. That's how it works. Anthony's been grading lower than me. He's bringing the curve down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. It's time for news from the nation. Stinks. It stinks. It stinks. David Zika checking in, guys. He's got comments on our uh, Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring review. Uh, specifically, when Anthony, remember you asked, can wizards die? David Zika says the wizards can die. They just live a long time. Saruman kills some, as I recall. Tolkien was in World War One, so man's evil side and the horror of war were themes influences along with his devout Christian beliefs. Thus, you get an unlikely messiah figure. The movies are dense, but the books have even more elaborate history. The extent of Tolkien's world is really mind-boggling. He created millennia of backstory and a whole new languages for the race of beings, which is true and crazy like languages and flowers yeah. and every little detail. I just like how he starts off with and then just trails off into some other thing. Um, <laughs> okay, so the, what he said was wizards can die and they live a long time yeah. and uh, yes, wizards could die. But what I did discover, I went in and I, after I was asked that question by Anthony, it was is Gandalf human? And I was like, I, I didn't really know the answer, oh. to be honest with you. Yeah. Like, I was like, kind of thought I knew it. So I went and researched it. And Gandalf is actually a Maya, which is our, our, our beings that are like gods, almost like, uh, like Thor is a god or whatever. Oh, okay. Okay. They're like okay. demigods or whatever. So yeah. they're super powerful and they're very hard to kill. And they can be contained, like they, their souls can like inhabit other beings and stuff like that. And uh, so they're they're like beyond human. Uh, go moving on. Chaz Hebert says, laughing my ass off. Anthony said, "quote I'm basically Roman Polanski now. <laughs> oh, shit. Maybe pick a different guy next time you're trying to analogize your film snob cred, my dude. Uh, Have you ever looked up? Do you know what Roman Polanski has done, he Anthony? Does. What he's really he knows. known yeah. for? Oh, you do. You yeah. still Rosemary you still Bain, like to man. use." No, no. What he's really <laughs> famous for? What all sorts of things. Have being, you uh, looked at? I heard Sharon Tate sexual yes. abuse. Yes. making a bunch of movies. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you threw it in there. That's pretty yeah. much it. Uh, okay. I'm just saying. If you didn't know, you bring up the Roman Polanski 
Uh, Basically, Roman Polanski. Okay. (laughs) He's sticking to it. Finally, we got an email from our buddy from Down Under Australia, Wes Cranford. Yank from Down Under. He says, hi, guys. Congratulations on 350. Talking nerd. I agreed with what you said in regards to Lord of the Rings. All three movies are ridiculously long, which is why I rarely rewatch them. That being said, it was huge at the time for us fantasy fans because nothing had been done to this scale in a fantasy epic. Tolkien is similar to Herbert in the depth that he put in their stories. Huge, huge backstory and history. I know fantasy is not for everyone, but it's really hard to do, which is why I was surprised and pleased with the first Thor First Thor, Jackson's trilogy. Well, I think this would be a period there. There's a comma there. I was surprised with the first Thor. Jackson's trilogy is done superbly, even being fairly true to original content. Two Towers has the epic battle scene that modern movies all model after. Please review it. But Anthony, for fuck's sake, watch on a big screen or not at all. Uh, Polanski? Seriously? What? LOL. Love you heaps, Wesley. (laughs) Uh, Have you watched The Two Towers, Anthony? No. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? <laughs> no. Did that? Are you going to watch it? Maybe, but yeah, but not 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 anytime soon. Not tonight. Well, not tonight. Right now? Can you watch it now? Um, let's just slide into. We'll finish with some quick. What are we watching? Because I did watch the Two Towers, and uh, if you want to review it, it's fuck it. It's 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 it was good. So it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I remember love how Imran shit. I remember I, I've been I talking about Lord of the Rings being awesome for like two yeah. years, three years that we've been doing this podcast. And he's like, yeah. I hate those movies. They just walk around, and they just they film them walking around. around. I'm like, yeah, they, they do. do walk well, around. Guys walking around. That's <laughs> yeah, and then but, they do walk around a lot, but they uh, they have to walk around because they don't the way to get anywhere. They don't have cars. <laughs> I they, don't have, they got wagons. They could take. There's wheels invented. Listen, I can I misremember things, and I can change my goddamn opinion. Right. I did remember what I loved when I watched I it the first time, which is just loves it now. The Gollum stuff in the Helm's Deep battle is fucking amazing. Yeah. So. If you are you gonna watch the second one ever? Me? Yeah, yeah. I I will watch them, just not on your time. Okay. Anybody <laughs> he wanna wants to watch recommend? it on a big screen? So yeah, I, yeah. I told you I gotta wait till the the Roku gets HBO Max yeah. or I can figure something out. Oh, you could get that Google Chromecast and uh, it's oh got God, no, I have, I have <laughs> Roku. fifty dollars. Oh wait, okay. All right, they'll get on there eventually. HBO Max. I hope so. Uh, Jason Dutch, you want to recommend something you've been watching? Yeah, you know what? Actually, when you said that, I started trying to look up the name of it, and I can't. I'm I'm not sitting on Netflix right now, so I what don't. What is it? I don't I'll know the it. name of the, the 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 show that I the that I watched, but too hot um, to handle. It's <clears throat> Love Is Blind. And sorry, I've been coughing a little bit today. Probably have caught COVID on the COVID plane. Quarantine. Yeah, get him. Probably got COVID on the plane. I'm sending but, um, people to your house. But the uh, there was a there was a documentary series on uh, Netflix that's about a husband who killed his wife. Oh, um, true crime. And it's it's it, like it's in the recommended ones. I forget. It's like American murder or something like that. They, it's called. OK. And I have to tell you, I watched it and it was. And then I killed riveting my wife. until the last <laughs> like two minutes. Yeah. Um, I can't really say if I would recommend it or not. Yeah. But it was it was just like this picture of this what you would think would be the perfect family and then just like seeing what's behind the scenes of it mm, and, mm. and that's really the only thing that i've that i've watched of late other than than the boys though i will say um i have my 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 wife also kind of turned me on to the good place ah, everyone and, loves that show I heard and, and the good yeah. place is is sort of enjoyable i haven't watched it in sequence so like i pick up an episode here and there but 
I mean, every even when I pick up an episode here and there, I've I've been laughing my ass I heard off. It's clever, and it's a quick binge. I think there's only like four seasons, five seasons. Yeah, I think there was four, and, and this is the final one. Um, and then also, I'm f- three episodes into Cobra Kai. Oh um, shit! Nice. So, oh yes. shit! So I I I have to tell you, worst acting ever. Bye. Right, but it's just terrible acting all around. Everyone, but every I, I think everyone is terrible. Oh, that's not fair. However, you suck. Yeah. However, <laughs> despite that, I yeah. fucking loved it. Dude, right, William Zabka like, is amazing. I love it, him. It didn't need good acting, right? Yeah. Like it's just yeah. it's just this trip down nostalgia lane, like we talked about with Spider Man. Yeah. You know, and it's like it it was just fun. You, yeah. You're only three episodes in. It gets, it gets better. better. Yes, well, it does. And, well, I hope so because it goes on. I, I know season two is like picked up by Netflix or something like that. Yeah, like both the first season, season, season three is coming out next next year. Yeah. So the first two seasons were like indie indie, right? Like YouTube, YouTube or something. YouTube Red YouTube. Premium. Yeah, which nobody had. And I, I, so maybe it gets better. But I'm I'm literally only three episodes in. I watched two episodes like two weeks ago, and then I watched an episode yesterday, and I was like, this is some good shit. I'm like, I, I can't wait to watch the next one. Yeah. Um. So that is what I've been I, l- looking at lately, and I I just think like the fact that he pulls up in that old ass Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like he's just trying to hang on to his fucking his yep. glory days, man. It's it's perfect. So it's it's fun uh, to big watch. fan of that so far. Dude, it's fucking great. Rugs, right. what do you got? Anything? Uh, I've been watching this new thing. I mean, I watch a lot of shit, but like uh, this new, not, it's not new. It's old. I just discovered it. It's called 000. It's on Amazon. It, it is a uh, a mob drug cartel uh, thing where the Italian mob wants to buy Coke from the Mexican cartel. Oh. And uh, there is an American company that's trying to get the get the Coke to Italy and you're basically following three stories. You're following the story of the Italian mob, the people who are shipping it, the Americans and the Mexican cartel. Oh, wow. And so it's a series TV series. Yeah, it, It's a one shot, one shot, eight episodes and done. Okay. And oh, that sounds basically good. it's a very slow burn, but there's, it, it's, it's very gripping. Yeah. Uh, and uh, even though it is a slow burn, you, I, I'm, I'm in, in for it. Uh, it's, um, it, some of it takes place. I mean, you're you're romping all around the world because they're trying to get this this uh, container full of fucking coke, uh, like from America, from Mexico to you have to go through Africa. So it's a little bit about how they actually do it. Yeah, but it's like everything that can go wrong does go wrong. Yeah. Oh, that sounds and, good. I like um, shit like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Anthony, you got anything else? I haven't watched anything new in terms of uh, like. TV shows or mm-hmm. movies other than mm-hmm. The Boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have a couple trailers. Okay. Yeah, what episode of Tiger King are you on, Anthony? I haven't wanted to watch an episode of Tiger King. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. <laughs> um, what do you got? A couple trailers, because I am a big Oscar guy now. You are so I Roman watch a couple Polanski. trailers that I think yes. are going to yeah. come out. The movies are going to come out, and I think they'll be uh, contenders. Okay. Um, well, first off, Trial of Chicago 7, I'm going to watch that. That will be out this week as this is published on Netflix. Yeah, There's a new trailer for the movie called Mank, which is out oh, by David we Fincher. We talked about Mank, yes. On Netflix, that came out. There's a trailer for Hillbilly Elegy. I oh, think it's I heard also going to make it on Netflix. It has like Glenn Close and uh, Amy Adams. That's supposed to be really good. I saw that trailer. It looks good. Mank looks a little strange. I don't know if I'm going to like Hillbilly it. Hillbilly Elegy, Ron Howard. Ron Howard, yeah. yeah. Uh, Minari. Uh, with Steven Yeun, 
oh. is uh, a new A24 movie. I watched that trailer. That looks fucking good. That's probably that might come out this year. Um, that's about a Korean family that immigrates to the U.S. and works on a farm, mm. and they're trying to like assimilate to Western culture. But it's on like a, farm. a Bong Joon Ho thing here. Sort of like yeah, kind of a little Lee bit. Lee so. Isaac Chung, director, screenplay. Yeah, so yeah. those are the three things I've uh, recently seen, and I'm definitely going to watch uh, Trial of Chicago 7. I'll probably have already watched it by the time the by show time, Yeah, me too. Those are solid picks. Steven Yoon in this is great. Uh, they put out, uh, Amazon has the Robert Kirkman's Invincible cartoon, oh, yeah. which is based. So they put out a trailer, and you see it's like really bloody and violent, and Steven Yoon voices the main teenager who's like, has his father's a superhero, and he's invincible. That looks like it's going to be a great adult uh, superhero animated show, but Trial of Chicago Seven. I am excited to watch this week. Absolutely, uh, Jason. Any interest in that? Are you excited for that one? Uh, actually, yeah. The, I I just saw the trailer for that about two days ago, and yeah. I went to look for it, and I it, I couldn't find it. So it's, it comes Anthony, out tomorrow. Yeah, Anthony just answered my question. Yeah, it'll I was going to say tomorrow. when when wh- where'd you find that at because I couldn't find it, but now I have the answer. It ain't fucking out yet. It ain't so, out soon. So that one, that one is definitely something I'll I'll look at. And if and if stuff like that is up your alley, um, it, there is a deck a documentary that I watched a few weeks ago on Netflix that I would highly recommend, especially if you're open to like learning about like American culture. Watch Thirteenth on oh, Netflix. Yes. Oh shit! That. Yes, yeah, Thirteenth is really really well done. Yeah, <clears throat> Ava DuVernay. It's amazing. You learn a lot of shit. You're like, whoa. What the fuck? This shit has been happening. Absolutely. Jason, thank you for joining us this week. I know you got you to turn around and record your show, which Marathon is crazy. Marathon night, yeah. Tell the listener where they can find all your stuff, what you want them to do. I need some Compound V for tonight, man. How about Compound D for the, the D? Yeah, give me the D. Viagra <laughs> 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 get... Mountain Dew. Just mix that together. Compound D <laughs> for the D. For the D. Compound N for the nerd. Not funny. Um, so Compound F. You guys can find me on Twitter uh, at Dutch Jason. Uh, you can find Voice from the Underground on Twitter at VFU underscore podcast. Uh, that's our new one because the old one got banned by Dana Loesch and removed. Stupid Twitter. Um, but uh, but yeah, so you can do. Uh, we are VFU podcast uh, at VFU podcast on Instagram, though no one really cares about Instagram. I think. <laughs> Um, and then you can find Voice from the Underground on any podcast app uh, or the the big one, if you guys can do for us, uh, the, the real big thing now that, and I'm trying to get, trust me, guys, I'm going to speak directly to the listener right here. Okay. I've had conversations with both of these fuckbags, okay, Tony and Imran, about getting them on video. I'm working on them. Okay, Rugboy, he he don't like me. We know that. He don't talk to me. But I, but I'm just, the video is the way that, that you can help us the most. So if you can subscribe to the YouTube channel, because uh, let's be honest, these podcast distributors don't pay shit. Uh, YouTube potentially can. So yes. um, definitely check us out on YouTube. That would be the greatest way that you could help Voice from the Underground. Um, specifically if you want to do that and you can just go to YouTube and search for voice from the underground, or you can go to youtube.com forward slash. If you can remember this voice from the underground podcast, uh, it's a long one, but that's, uh, the direct feed there. So, uh, if you subscribe to that, we would love it. Um, we live stream every Thursday and then I just bought a, uh, uh, a microphone for my phone 
So I'm going to go into like protests and rallies and stuff like I did I last week. I saw that one like video. Interview. Yeah. You were in the, mixing it up, talking to people in the protest. That shit is great. I love watching that. Yeah, unfortunately, it's like it, the mic wasn't that great. So yeah, I, you need, I was yeah. like, okay, cool. So I'm, I went and bought a, a mic to do interviews. And I think Imran, you've done this. You can probably give me some advice on that when you go to your comic book shows and stuff. So, but yeah, so that's what we do. And uh, if you want to check us out, you can check us out and uh, we'll appreciate everybody who checks us out. So. I will put all those links in the show notes. I watch a lot of live stream protest videos now lately. They're very exciting. Rugs, where can the people find you? Well, when I'm not out there protesting, I will be ah, on Twitter oh, at really rug boy. Give him a follow and everything he just mentioned, listener. I will put links, of course, in the show notes. Visit our website, jockinner.com slash three five one for links to all the shit we talked about, the trailers that nobody cared about, and how to subscribe, how to stay in touch, how to support the show. Tell your friends, get them turned on to the show, spread the geekery. Let's build this empire of stupidity together. Thank you for listening to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We'll peep you next time. It's fucking awesome. Yeah, that's really good. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. All hail King Imran. Justin Swerner, shout out. 